0: Hello and welcome to Miss Checkpoints, the video game book club podcast. Today we're wrapping up our discussion of Chronicles of Reddit, Escape from Butcher Bay. I'm your host Marcus and joining me today as always are the homies. First off we have Dante. What's good guys? Next we have Trevor.
1: I want all the smoke. (laughs) I know it's coming.
0: It's coming. And then last but not least we have the homie Greg. Got some of the smoke coming out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> first off, I want to say I have uh, been recovering. I had, uh, was a little under the weather, and I have a little bit of chest conge- congestion and a cough. So bear with me. Uh, hopefully it doesn't come through. But let's get going into wrapping this game up. So last we left off, uh, Riddick had just got transferred to uh, to the double max security area. And we got to see that little cutscene where you can kind of see like, uh, it's a lot more <laughs> secure there. And there was literal, uh, prisoner killing another prisoner. And then him, that killer prisoner getting gunned down by, uh, the wall mounted turret camera guns. So it's a little bit more, um, secure here. So, uh, this, Beginning intro section that we're at is uh, Tower 17. And um, so it starts off, and you got to start off in that little cell, and you get to walk out and explore. And um, <clears throat> here you get to like the Tower 17 base, and you can kind of explore and meet a bunch of new NPCs in like the prison setting that we had in the first part of the game. And here you uh, get instructed that. In order to advance, you um, need to get into it with the guards. And Dogbone, one of the convicts, he basically says, um, "Either you can a get caught with drugs, or b fight in ring against Bam." So those are your two options in order to get into it with the guards. So um, I think at this point uh, you can't advance any further. There's a there's literally a guy blocking your path, and you get to challenge him to a ring fight. And this is the introduction to the ring fight stuff. And basically, the rules are simple. If you get knocked out the ring, you lose. If you die, you lose. So the only way to win is to kill your opponent. And this is, like I said, it's a double-max prison. So the like it's super secure, and it's basically hand-to-hand combat. At least in this early part. So how did you guys... What do you guys think going back to the hand-to-hand combat, like, immediately after that last section we covered?
2: It's, I don't know, it's, like, so weird that they're cool with everybody just throwing hands just in the middle of this prison like that, just, like, right there, like, hey, it's all good, man.
0: It's, it's really weird because, like, when you're outside of the ring, like, literally, if you swing, you get shot, you get gunned down by the turrets, like... There's like there's a whole bunch of signage like painted on the walls like no talking and blah blah this and that and like literally if you swing if you punch outside of combat you'll get gunned down but it's fine to have these ring fights like well it's... It, you
3: have to get consent they're
0: saying the yeah.
3: specifically says oh you need to get this guy's approval to die <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then it, it's just weird because then you have that guard on the on the on the side that he's like just literally standing at a door and if you bribe him with some money then you can like he'll turn it turn his you know his eye the other way and you can go in and heal yourself up. And it's like, oh so like you guys can literally see me punch the wall and gun me down, but you don't see me paying this guard in order to like what what's good with that?
1: Yeah, they're sanction fights. <laughs> what
0: sanction bribery too? <laughs> And, I, was, I mean, uh, who, who knows? He
3: might be getting a kickback from the, um... The cameraman? The you know, <laughs> dogfighter dude.
0: Maybe. With humans. I,
2: I don't know if, if everybody else was kind of bothered by having to do this over and over, but, uh, I was pretty much over the combat at this point, and it, it I was just annoyed every single time I had to go back and fight somebody.
1: But that's why they gave you options to progress.
2: I guess they- that's true.
0: They give you they give you options, but like you you at least have to do the first like so with the ring fight you end up having to fight like if you go that option to, in order to fight against Bam you fight like four people before you fight Bam and the way that's doled out is um <clears throat> so the first guy is blocking your path to the rest of Tower Seventeen so you you have to defeat him first to get access to the rest of Tower Seventeen. And then from then on, like whenever you want to do another fight, the guy you'll tell he'll he'll say, "Oh, you need to go fight so and so." Like uh, so, it goes from Harmon to Bossum to Sawtooth Kusa, and then Bam. So you have to find those characters in the uh, Tower Seventeen. Just basically, they could be in the Rec area, the Work Pass, or the Feed Hall. So you you get to kind of explore the prison and find them, and you get to meet a lot of the other characters and. I mean, yeah, you don't have to do the fighting. Uh, I I don't know. Like, It just depends on how much money you have at this point, which Trevor was right. There is money in this game, because I sure as hell didn't realize that there was money until this halfway through the game.
2: I, I was trying to <laughs> figure out the other way. I think it's the, you have to buy drugs, right? Isn't that what it was? You, and,
0: you have to buy drugs, and then there's a specific doorway that there's a, uh, like a guard leaned up against.
1: Yeah, there's two, I think I thought there was two guards that kind of patch you down and and check to see if you're holding anything.
0: If you're holding drugs, they don't care if you're holding weapons.
2: <laughs>
0: oh,
1: I didn't even try that. I remember yeah. they got me one time, but that was before I got a shiv.
2: Oh, you know, okay, so I even remember that section. But I couldn't figure out why they kept doing that. And I was just getting frustrated trying to figure out how to get the drugs. And it was just like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to do this. The... To... I'm just gonna keep throwing hands until this is over with.
0: So, did everybody opt to do the the, the ring fighting to, to progress? Yeah, I did. Absolutely.
1: Okay. I mainly did it to see like what the difficulty would be like, like
0: as it progressed. I mean, it did get increasingly difficult, but like I, I don't think
2: really did it though.
0: It, yeah, I would they, say they block it did. a lot more. <clears throat> like the first two guys, it's it's hand-to-hand, hand, like, they're fighting you, uh, fists, but I think the the last two guys, they use weapons, and I think at that point, you technically, like, by the second fight, you technically have a weapon, but, um, yeah, because yeah, like, I ever, think so they block more,
1: and, and at one point, one of the, the fights, the enemy drops a weapon, so you can, you know, easily pick it up, even during the fight.
2: I think I had gotten a shiv before I even did the first fight. I couldn't yeah. remember. Or maybe I did the first no, you, fight, then I got a shiv after. Yeah,
0: yeah. You can't get a shiv until after you get okay. to the rest That's of Tower cool. 17. So, yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, w- once you open up the... Uh, you do that first fight and you open up the rest of Tower 17, you can kind of meet a lot of the other character prison characters that they have spread out. So, they have, like, a guy that sells shivs, a guy that rolls dice... Um, there's a guy that has info on the prison, there's mines underneath the prison that they send, uh, I guess this section of the prison, they send people to work in the mines underneath the prison. Uh, there's, like, religious zealots that have, you know, they want you to do specific things. Like, these guys are basically not only characters, but they're, like, doling out quests as well. So, like, there's, um, guys that want you to kill all the Blueskins, which are like the the, guard, or the the prisoners that are tatted up with blue tattoos all over. Uh, there's a money, money loaner. There's a, a guy that wants you to find somebody in the mines. There's guys that are missing specific items. There's some traders. Uh,
3: okay, tra- I got a question. What's up? Did anybody do any of these intentionally?
2: I did a few of them because I, I thought that was how I had to progress at first. And then I was like, well, this isn't going anywhere. And uh, that's when I ended up just going to try to follow up on the drug thing, which, again, I couldn't figure out that. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to keep fighting and see what happens. I
0: did it as a means to get money because at this point, like, once it became apparent that money was a thing in this game, I was like, oh, I don't, I'm assuming me doing these quests will earn me money and I will need money later on in the game. So I I did like a handful of I didn't do them all but I did I would say 75% of them
1: I did them all Not going to lie. Did you, a, did, did you
3: have a skipped every last <laughs> one?
0: Did you have a like uh like a guide or did, were you able to find everything or did you have no, to No, I in? just talked to people.
2: Wow. I find, I don't know, maybe I'm just missing something with this game cuz it would just seem like there was Maybe there's some contextual things which is not picking up on in this game, but it just it seems like they don't really give you a good idea on, like... Well,
3: it's difficult when every single area in this point looks the exact same. And, Did and... anybody else
0: get lost? just trying Oh, to, yeah. Like... I, I, I just looked
1: times. at the the big letter on the middle of the floor.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of with Trevor on that. <laughs> I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but it was just yeah. kind of like... I, I At a point, I was like, okay, there's four sections here... This like I just kind of remembered a key character that you constantly had to talk to. Cause I, like, I think maybe because you didn't get any of the quests, maybe that's why, but I was constantly like, okay, I got to go turn in this quest, got to con- turn in this quest, so I knew who was where by the time I was done here.
1: And of course it's going to look monotonous. You know, it's a prison. Have you ever been to prison? Man, you can't, can't use that, that as you I start,
3: I... <laughs> <laughs> Are you reneging your original statement about
0: not going to prison? <laughs> Yeah, I've been to prison. (laughs) I'm
1: I'm just assuming, you know, everybody doesn't get a a choice of decor.
0: Hey man, you might be able to uh, decorate Tower D, you know, so. Um,
2: (laughs) I think some of my other frustration with just navigating was just the fact that there's so many load times, and even though they're only like a few seconds, they just kind of eventually just added up to like, like, oh my god.
0: Were you playing on 360? yeah, yeah. Did you load the game onto your hard drive?
2: Yeah, I, I, did, I did the uh, the download. Really? It so, was still taking yeah. you a long time? Yeah, I felt like the, the load times between areas was like maybe five seconds or something like that. Which again, oh,
0: man, I thought you were talking like oh, 25 you know, seconds. You I mean, is in, for casual... in, in
1: 2018, you know, that is a pretty long time.
0: I mean, it is, but, like, if you know where you're... I'm not saying Greg. I'm not saying Greg did know where he's going, but, like, if, I you're, per- didn't, if you're going there <laughs> with a purpose, like, you, you're you not seeing that screen a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going back and forth, like, oh, I went the wrong place, I gotta go back through this door.
1: I did that a lot.
0: Oh, well. I don't know. I'm gonna tell you then. But, uh, there, but that there is... because I was completing all those quests, though. With that, too, yeah. There is a guy that, uh, you, you meet one of the characters that is a junkie, and he does, uh, make drugs for you, and you can buy the drug in this game. It's called G-Smack. And if you buy that from him, and you get patted down by the guards, you can kind of quickly get to the Bam fight. <clears throat> and either way, like, you'll have to fight Bam. And after you defeat him at cutscene triggers, where Abbott and some guards walk into Tower 17, and basically Abbott, like... I mean Riddick just plays the Riddick character like oh did you miss me and all that and then Abbott starts uh, clubbing Riddick uh, for not only killing Bam which I guess the guards were like kind of like he's their cash cow but also uh, kind of beating him for their previous encounter when he you know almost killed him and can you can you explain this is that Sh- Shira Trevor? yeah So, like, Riddick gets beaten, and he's on his knees, and then you hear this voice telling him, the woman's voice, Shira, 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 Shira basically telling Riddick to kind of set his fury free, and he unleashes, like, a primal scream, and it sends all the guards surrounding him, like, flying away, and the force kind of sends Abbott, like, through a door into a small security room. And when he gets, and he's up,
3: literally talking about the force at this point because it was hundred percent Star Wars. Yeah, it, uh, yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. And um, uh, Abbott gets up, and Reddick and him have to fight close quarters combat. And uh, this is another hand to hand fight, kind of like your one against uh, Rust in the beginning, where you're in like a small room, just fist fighting. And I guess like, I'm did, did anybody have an issue with this fight compared to the Rust fight? Or was it any easier, any harder?
2: I honestly can't remember.
3: He went down pretty fast.
1: You're talking about I... Abbott, right? Yeah, Abbott. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed in what they did to exhibit.
0: I was disappointed, but I was wondering, like, do you think that because the fact that we all had, like, basically trained to do this fight, up, you know, by doing the ring fight option, that it was... Uh just easier and like it would have been a lot nah, I was mashing dude okay okay I, I I wasn't sure I wasn't sure um I actually I I kind of thought Bam was more difficult than Abbott so yeah um
1: and I guess it's because it's a part of the story too they couldn't make it too difficult
0: both are part of the story either either well, method you choose you have to fight Bam oh really yeah yeah after, yeah because the the rule is is uh um, if you get tra- caught with drugs, then you have to fight against Bam, if I'm not mistaken. So either way, you have to fight him. So you fight Bam, then Abbott. Um, but uh, w- once you kill Abbott, you get his security card, and there's another one of those chairs that gives you a health square. Did, did you get one this time, Dante?
3: Yes, I actually got the previous one, too. I okay, okay, cool. I kind verified so... that. I thought I skipped it, but I might have died and then did it the second time. Gotcha, gotcha. I also think it's worth mentioning that this is pretty much like the last real fist-to-fist fight you have in the game, I'd like to say.
0: Um...
3: You don't really do that much hand-to-hand after that. It's mostly stealth. There's
0: one other part that I can think of. Okay. But yeah, you're right. And it's not even a fist-to-fist fight. It's just the part where you don't have a weapon. So, and it's not a stealth part, but... You know, uh, we'll talk about it. Um, but uh, once you get his uh, card, then you can gain access to the Power Central. And once you get in there, you, you get into a room, and there are guards patrolling the area, and there's crates and shadows. And holy crap, guys, this is a stealth game. Holy crap. Did you guys see this coming? Did they advertise this as a stealth game on the box?
1: Y'all, had, y'all doubted it. Oh, you have little faith.
3: From the reviews, I remember them saying there was a lot of stealth. And I remember that part one episode we did, I was like, what was everybody smoking when they played this game? I found and it. Now it's all like coming full circle. Everything's starting to make sense.
0: Yeah. All so, the smoke. So, wait, wait. So, personally, it's not exactly what I wanted, but it was good enough. So, I I was wrong. I'm man I'm enough to say, Trevor, my apologies. Part one was not a self-game at all. But part two, I see it. I see it. Um, now, whether it's good, we can talk about that.
2: <laughs> I, was, I was about to get to that. <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, there there's these uh, guards patrol in this area. You basically... um. You can choose to take them out or not take them out. Um, it doesn't really matter. Um, and then you just find a vent and you just cl- continue to climb along. And a, a lot of this upcoming parts is basically you sneaking along. I think you only have a, a shiv at this point and maybe a club. So those are your only two weapons, no guns. And there's just a lot of guards and a lot of light. That's that you. So you have to like get behind crates or, you know, uh, stay in the shadows and how how do you guys feel about these next couple of sections? I
2: hated it.
3: I loved it.
0: Wow. I hated it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See, this type of gameplay is really what scared me from playing this game for so long. It's because like, like I said, I've never been into stealth games for real. And this part is where they really put you in situations where you, you have to be stealthy. Like, yeah. you don't have a weapon, so there's, you know, there's multiple paths, but you only have one option as far as progressing.
0: It's like, it fakes, it. like, at least in the beginning part, it's like, oh, there's so many different ways you can do this, but you don't have the weapons to do it, so you have to do it this way. And it kind of, like is disappointing especially with these melee weapons like there's no way to deal with lights so it's basically like i ran my head into a couple of situations where it was just kind of like do i need to take everybody out in this room or can i get by them without doing it and like i felt like a lot of times i had to like run up on dudes and quickly take them out and I, I don't know. Like, it's not my preferred way of doing stealth.
2: Like that, uh, <clears throat> that first section. Once you start heading down the mine, I guess
0: the hallway with from the it, elevator. The
2: yeah, I, th- I think so. And there's like a, a mech. Um, oh wait, kinda, I know what you're
0: talking about. Yeah, it,
2: yeah, yeah. It took me like at least thirty minutes to finally figure out what to do there. And I just kept beating my head against the wall, like, well, what do I do? Like, and and I don't know. It could just been. I still had an issue with the game just being too dark, and I, I could never really figure out what it was other than like cranking like the gamma all the way up to help, but it was just like sometimes I just couldn't tell what I was doing in the dark or where I was supposed to go.
0: Did you use the Eyes of Riddick?
2: Yeah, yeah I was, okay, and it still, still was like too dark.
0: That might actually have been a TV in com- com- uh, combination with your game.
2: No, uh, it might have been to be honest, but... But yeah, it was... There was a lot of, like, situations where I just couldn't tell exactly where I needed to go.
0: Since, like,
3: I will admit that first section was really annoying with the mech and the, like... I think there was two guards in that one. There, yeah. Yep.
0: See, I didn't, I didn't have a problem there, because, like... There's a, a stack of crates to the left side, so like you, you walk down a, a, a walkway with no shadow, and like the guy has his back to you. So if you just crouch, walk along that and go to the left, you're in the shadows at that point, and then you can't be seen by anybody. The, the, the parts that I had issues were the rooms that didn't have anything to hide behind, and it's like you're literally walking down a hallway. Like that part before where it's like, oh yeah, there's two yeah, yeah, guys patrolling guy. hallways and there's really not anything you can do because like you can kill the first guy no problem, but then the second guy is like, okay, like how do I run up on him where he can't hear me but I'm also at his back? Like I, I just had a lot of issues with the times where there was nothing to hide behind and it was like, man, it would have been really convenient to have a weapon here that I can at least shoot out the lights or something, like. <laughs> Uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, I mean, you're in the mines. like, let me pick up, like, a rock or something, like, <laughs> something throwable.
2: <laughs> or or even if there was, like, a little bit of a better way to peek around and not necessarily,
0: like... Get caught.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I, I was thinking that the lean would have been, like, oh, well, you can lean out and then they won't really see you, but then I found out <laughs> it, it doesn't work like that. Like,
0: Yeah, that know.
3: was kind of a rude awakening the first time you get caught. <laughs> I'm gonna be.
0: I'm gonna be honest too. There was like literally times where I'm standing in shadows, like not moving the stick, and my like cr- I'm crouched, and I I can just see the my life bar flashing from white to blue, white to blue, where it's like I'm hidden, I'm not hidden, I'm hidden, and it's like I'm not moving, but like it's it's so like it's so weird, and it was especially even bad when it was like if I got spotted by a guard, and then I went to go hide in the shadows, and I lean out. Like I always got caught, even if I was fully in blue, and I was just like, I'm not really understanding. Like, what's the point of this lean out thing if it doesn't work all the time, or if I'm going to automatically get spotted even if I'm in stealth?
2: Yeah, I think for as much stealth as in this game, I think they didn't build it very well, or didn't give you a lot of uh, a lot of good ways to do it. I guess, I I guess once you, well, I don't want to get too far ahead. You get a tool that helps a little bit, but. So,
3: I would generally agree with, like, not having that many tools, but aside from that very, very initial couple handful of rooms, I felt pretty confident, like, it's more about using the environment to your advantage than using the tools to your advantage, so a lot of times I would bait a guard into shooting me, get him to chase me, hide in the shadows, and then take them out from there. And, like, that's how I dealt with that first card Marcus was talking about. And it was just kind of a, I guess, a give and take of, should I be stealthy, like, completely stealthy, or should I try to bait them into a trap
0: type of stealth? Did you feel like you were actually, like, working with the AI, or did it just feel like rinse, repeat, where it was like, okay, I'm going to drag this dumb enemy over here. And, like, did you ever feel like you were in danger?
3: Um... Well, I definitely died a lot. I'm not gonna lie. Like,
0: well, they do. You you take a lot of damage from gunshots.
3: You do take a lot of damage, and like, if you're caught, it's kind of hard to get out of some situations, depending on what weapons you have, what weapons you have, and what you're around. True, true. But like that open-ended area you were talking about, like right after you go down the ramp past the mech or whatever, yeah. Where there's the two like guardrails on the side. Oh and my god, side. that room was dumb. You yeah. just kind of have to run past it. Like, and I
0: didn't understand because like there were shadows, and it was like, how am I still getting? And then like, because there was those two guards, and then there was a guard at the top, like at an outlook point too. And it was just, and like... I
3: don't know how you get past the guard at the top because like his AI pattern doesn't go that far.
0: I know. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was the issue I had with it. Like the AI was just really inconsistent. Did anybody inconsistent. think they
3: sequence broke the game? <laughs> What you mean? Like I thought I, the game was broken. I was like, did I go to the wrong room? And now I have to go back past the mech that I can't avoid. The yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That that part. And then there was another. Um, yeah. So what we're saying is, uh, like, so that room with the 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 riot mech uh guard, there was two paths. You could either get to a second floor, uh, like a second story um platform and go through a door, or you could sneak behind the mech and go through a door, and so, like, there was multiple ways to get around in this mine area, so it was very, like, confusing um, because there's there's a little bit of backtracking you have to do, too, and one of my complaints in the game is once you have to backtrack, it's like, I'm not really sure where I need to go or if I'm going the right way, and like i know i personally like in this mine area i spent maybe i backtracked to the prison or almost to the prison but i wasn't sure if i was going the right way so i went back into the or into the mines and then i went back into the prison so i spent like i went back and forth like a couple of times so i spent maybe an extra 45 minutes to an hour in the In the mines than I should have, because I wasn't sure what I had to do or what my objective was i'm getting did any of you guys have that issue where you were just like, "What do I do next?"
2: no yeah i was I was in the same boat
0: That place is a labyrinth yeah <laughs> it, it's it, not
3: only is it a labyrinth, it's a labyrinth where you can't really restore your health Yes and <laughs> you don't have much good like info on where to go. Yeah. Fortunately, the guards don't respond. That is the one, like saving grace.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It definitely is an old game, as far as like, well, you're on your own. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Did I any, just go ahead.
1: Did any of y'all try to use the map at all? Like when you got lost?
0: I tried no. to use the map, but I didn't know where I was. Exactly, <laughs> and I didn't know where I was supposed to go. It doesn't yeah. tell you anything.
1: It the says, map oh, is basically. <laughs> here, here's a map of the areas. It's like where's where, where are the cardinal directions it's a static like.
0: jpeg that you pull up <laughs> it's like it doesn't have any type of mission objective or mission indicators no key at all and you don't even know where you are and like even if you know where you are if, if you know the name of the room you're in it doesn't even show like you on like a blip on in that room
1: you don't know which direction so, you're facing yeah
0: I, i'm not against that type of game
3: design in fact, I like it in a lot of cases, but the fact that, you know, you're limited on health, the stealth really only works in one direction in a lot of these rooms, like it's very hard to backtrack if you um don't kill some of the guards. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it frustrating.
0: Yep. Yep. Um but as you get deeper and deeper in the mines, you're you're taking out more guards and you take out some guards, get some security guards, and you eventually get a tranquilizer gun, which is, like, the saving grace for this section. And this gun allows you to basically... It's almost like a taser. Like a, It's a projectile gun that you can shoot. It has one clip at a time. Unlimited ammo. You can shoot it at a guard, and they kind of, like, like seize up. And then they fall to the ground, and you can snuff them out with, like, a stomp or whatever to take them out. And um see I didn't know this when we first got the gun, but I didn't know the gun worked on lights. So Oh that was the I first thing I that. tried it on. I played yeah. I played like the next forty five minutes to an hour like without I thought I it was only to take out the guards. So there's a room with the riot guard uh um, uh, let's see what room is it? The mining core. So there's there's a guard on the snare stairs. There's a riot guard that's patrolling, and it's and it's patrolling an area that has auto guns mounted and a service panel to deactivate the guns. You guys know? Does that ring a bell? Like the riot guards, uh, the riot mech's uh, route is like back and forth alongside like this giant like v- drill vehicle or something.
2: Oh, I think I know. Oh, yeah.
0: About. And then like so like that. I thought I broke a sequence because I went there. Because there's two ways you can get into that room. There's an elevator that you can take or another way. So I didn't take the elevator. I took the other way. I took out the guard on the stairs. And then the game kind of like auto saved for me. And so it was just that mech. And he would walk to the edge of the drill and just stand there. So I was like, you have to get down the hallway that he's staring down. But I couldn't figure out how to get him to turn around. And I didn't understand, like, what was going on. So what I kept having to do was, like, draw his attention to make him turn around. Like, kind of what Dante was saying, make him shoot at you. And then, like, he would chase me around to the other side. And I would just try to dip and run down the hallway. And then you would run around the hallway. And then there's a guy. It's an L-shaped hallway. So you run down the, the tall part. And then you take the left. And there's an enemy right there that when you turn around the corner, there's, like, a fire hydrant or something or explosive barrel that he shoots, and immediately I'm at no health. (laughs) And you take him out, and then there's another guy right, like, it it does, like, another quick uh, right after that hallway, and there's another enemy there. And I died at that section for 30 minutes. I couldn't figure out what to do. And I finally... (laughs) After, like, I ended up stopped playing. I was like, I'm done for the day. I can't figure this out. And I came back, like, a day or two later, and I did that part, and maybe about 20 minutes in, I was able to to do it my way. And then on my way back, I was like, I ran into the same issue where I was walking up that hallway because you had to backtrack, and there's, like, enemies and the lights are on and I'm just getting tore up. I'm like, what the heck? And I ended up shooting up at the light and it went out and I was like, are you so, are you serious? (laughs) I was so mad. (laughs) So
3: wait, the lights affect the mix.
0: They can't see like, they can't like, like, so that hallway that I was, I was having a rundown. Like Mm. I could have shot the lights out and just like, I could have walked ran like a quarter or a third of the way into the hallway and been in the shadows where instead I had to run all the whole length of the hallway and turn around the corner so the mech wouldn't see me.
3: Okay, so forget my ignorance, but are the mechs human manned in this game?
0: They're dudes inside of vehicles. Yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. So that makes like logistical sense. I was a big dummy, and I didn't even know you could shoot the lights for real until the final boss. So in the game.
0: Yeah. Well, we talked about that last time, where I I said, like, I didn't know you could shoot the lights out, and then they were telling me you could.
1: You were playing on hard difficulty.
3: (laughs) Man, well, I pretty much did the same thing Marcus did, for the most part. Didn't it suck? I had to dart down (laughs) the hallway, and, um... Did you die a lot, or no? I died, like, a couple times, but I'm trying to think about what I did to get past that, like, the guard at the bottom of the ramp, because I know he was an issue. And I can't remember if I actually had the stun gun at this point or not. Because there's a couple stun guns in the game.
0: There's two that I'm aware of, but... I think I Did ran you across get the three. the first stun gun from the dude near the... Um, it's like an elevator, elevator section.
2: Thing? Yeah, you go down the elevator thing or the, the mineshaft, I guess.
3: Okay, I think I got it from him, but I didn't actually use it yet. Because I assumed it was like one of those limited um, ammo type of things.
2: That was the first thing I did. I just started shooting a bunch of shots to see if I ran out of ammo or not. <laughs> so, so,
3: that's why I sent a message to the group chat saying, like, this stun gun is super OP because it's pretty much like the SOCOM from Metal Gear with the suppressor, just with unlimited ammo. So, aside from the mechs, you can pretty much one-shot anything in the game at this
1: it's point. A, it's got a considerable amount of reload time. That's the only thing.
0: Yeah. Yes, it does. <laughs> man,
3: it's like two seconds.
0: I mean, it's still like if you're fighting more than one enemy. Yeah. Then, I mean, granted, like.
3: Why are you fighting more than one enemy in a stealth game?
0: Hey, man! It's sometimes a stealth sometimes game. They now. run upon you. They run upon you. Oh yeah, I heard that. I heard that he called it a stealth game. <laughs> That's cute. Um. The uh. At, did you guys have any issues at the park Trevor or
2: Craig? uh I'm trying to think is that the so that's the area where isn't it, there if you climb up these uh these crates there's like a ladder that you can hang on it's right' am before, I thinking of, uh
0: it's right before um you meet Jagger at the mining core
2: yeah there, yeah there's matter of fact if you climb up the i mean I might be misremembering, but I swore. There's like, if you climb up two crates, you can, you can, uh, climb like, there's like a hanging ladder that you can kind of go up above the, uh, the mech.
3: I wouldn't be surprised because once you get a little bit past Jagger, you see this like area above you, like right where that meat grinder is Mm -hmm. and it looked like you could get there, but I could never figure it out. So what Greg's talking about sounds like the way to get there.
0: (laughs) We all got there a different way. (laughs) <laughs> That's kind of cool. Like, I, I do appreciate, like, the game is pretty open. Like, the game does not, like, many times playing this game, I was just running around trying to figure out what I needed to do and accidentally interacted with something that allowed me to climb. Did you guys have that issue or find that, like?
2: There were things that I I, I should have been using to climb around or climb on that I just didn't do because like, I, I didn't know.
0: I'm thinking specifically the handrails, where, like, you do, like, the monkey bars across stuff. hmm A lot of those, like, there's no, like... The action button in this game is... Why, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, like... It doesn't pop up when, like, you're supposed to do something. I feel like you have to... Like, there's no prompt, as far as I remember to tell you, oh, this is what you need to do. You just have to, like, see it and hit the, the button. And uh, that was tricky at a couple uh, sections for me. So one of them was that first room we were talking about with the riot guard and the two... The, the, the riot mech and the two uh, guards in the room with the crates because I didn't know that there was something that you could climb to get around and it was something I constantly ran into, and I'm like, man, all, all they have to do is just put a button prompt, and it would make it a little bit easier. Like, I still have to see it. You don't even have to flash it or make it, like, super visible or obvious, like they do in, like, more modern games. Like, I know that was a complaint that Dante had with Enslaved, was, like, it makes the game so easy to put it out there, but I feel like this is, like, the complete inverse of that, where it's, like, the only way you would know is if you were just, like, hitting this button on everything or you'd already played this game before. Otherwise it's like, there's no way of knowing. And I feel like this is also like, not necessarily my ideal way of playing.
2: I, I think having design like that is fine, but it's like, you don't want the, but I guess the issue in this game is I feel like the penalty for messing up is just too high. Cause it's just like you either get smoked basically, or like you lose a lot of health and then you're almost in a bad position. And then you have to try and make the best of it.
3: I will say that the checkpoints are pretty um, frequent in this game. Even though they're not forgiving, per se, since you don't get health back.
0: Yeah, they're they're frequent enough. There's been a couple times where I died and I lost, like, five to eight minutes of gameplay. And I'm, like, kind of annoyed. I'm like, man, I wish I could choose my own checkpoints. Or I wish I could save when I wanted to. But it was just a couple of sequences, so overall, like, you do get checkpoints, I would say, like, every five to ten minutes, so.
2: And I I couldn't figure out how the checkpointing worked, because sometimes it felt like there were story sections where it would start checkpointing, and then there's other times where you just go through an area, and then the game just decides, hey, we'll just go ahead and save now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I noticed that, too. New room!
2: Like,
1: Here's a floppy disk. <laughs> Even sometimes, like when you heal yourself at the nanomed stations, sometimes it would save the game and sometimes it wouldn't. Yeah. And man. it would feel like it was all you were almost at a disadvantage if you already had full health and you tried to use one of those stations just to save your game, and it wouldn't let you use it.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: um But yeah, you um, you basically travel deeper and deeper into the mining cores, and your ultimate objective is to get to Jagger Vance, who is. A convict there that he's kind of like the, the guy in the mining uh, among, amongst the mining convicts and um, he basically tasks Riddick with finding a package for him and uh, so you have to go deeper into the mining core and then there's a room that's kind of blocked off with a sign that says there's a gas leak and you can duck underneath it and you go into the room and you can hear Riddick audibly like hold his breath. And that's kind of like the prompt for you to move quickly and figure out where you need to go because you're in a gaseous cave now. And, uh, you kind of hop over some crates and explore a little bit and you find the package that, uh, Jacker needs you to get. And then you gotta have to quickly get out of there because you'll start losing health, uh, for holding your breath if you take too long. Um, did you guys, any of you guys, like, like, start losing life at this part? Or was it pretty no. straightforward? Yeah, it was pretty linear. Pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, man, what's the, like, I, he held his breath for a long ass time.
3: <laughs> you just kept waiting for your health to
1: drain yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I was like, what the, like, what's going on? But uh you leave the room and, um. Wait. What's up? Before you even get down
3: there. There's a room with the meat grinder which I talked about for a second earlier. Yeah. Did anybody push anyone into that meat
2: grinder? I did. I didn't.
1: How do you push oh, people? Man. You can Well,
3: it's just like the stealth attack or whatever. I think they made it contextual.
1: Yeah, you can either um, you know, do the stealth attack where you um kind of kick him in there after you uh, either stab him or slice his throat. Or um, even if you just like shoot them and then drag a body, yeah, you can drag them in there, kind of nudge them in.
2: What
3: happens? They get ground up. You you know the song.
0: It's Pretty good. Singing off the the meat grinders. (laughs) 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 I was thinking about that uh, the whole time.
3: (laughs) Become that prison. That prison food.
0: Uh, Well, I'm glad you guys had fun with that. I, uh, I just took him out the old fashioned way, you know, my shank, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you end up giving, uh, uh, Jagger the package. He gives you a, uh, hold up. <clears throat> um, he ends up uh, giving you uh, a card and tells you the cave is above a den of dangerous creatures. And then he gives you another uh, task of retrieving a bomb from a man in Tower 19, which you need to use to blow up the cave to unleash the dangerous uh, creatures. And at this point, it's backtracking. But this is the part where it was unclear to me, because he said Tower 19, I'm like, I'm in Tower 17, how'd I get to Tower 19? So I was just all sorts of mixed up at this point. And uh, and also, too, some of the First, places that you can backtrack, the guards don't like respawn. So, that led me to believe that I was going the wrong way because I was assuming, like, if I have to go backwards, they're mostly most games, like, they would repopulate the room with guards. They didn't do it here, so I must be going the wrong way. So, I I got myself all sorts of uh, turned around. Um, But you eventually, like, you're going back through the mines, and once you get further along, there are a few guards that have respawned. And everything, and I guess this is the part where you had issues, Dante, with um, trying to... You said it was easy to sneak one way, but the other way was more difficult? Well, that was
3: before I got the stun gun. After I got the stun gun, most of the stealth seemed pretty trivial, to be honest.
0: Okay, so was it still fun for you?
3: Yeah, I I enjoyed it. It, I wish they made it a little bit more difficult at this point, Mm -hmm. but... I guess after the whole, like, not having a weapon thing for a really long time and going through these corridors without any actual, like, stealth components to interact with, I was cool with it being easy for a little bit.
0: Isn't it weird to think about the fact that you're a prisoner and you have a tranquilizer gun and you feel more powerful and in control than any of the guards who have actual guns?
3: Well,. The concept of Riddick in general is pretty dumb when you think about it. This dude, they should have just killed him from the beginning. I don't yeah. know why anybody would keep this man alive in a prison where he's constantly killing people, and they seem willing to shoot him, like, if he punches somebody, but if it's like, oh, well, you just killed Abbott or whatever, I guess we should put you even further down in the prison. because so he can kill more You attempted than to kill
0: Abbott.
2: You didn't even do it. <laughs> he, he's worth less if he's dead well he... like what's the okay yeah go ahead i'm sorry i was gonna Who's i think we was gonna, we're gonna ask less? the same question
0: yeah like john's turned him in got paid like what are somebody gonna like capture him again in prison like he's already in prison like all right so you, you, you have know, a bounty on a prisoner in the prison
1: you know how you how you can you know sell homing pigeons and like after you sell them they they fly right back to you
0: Trevor I've never been to prison I have been to bars but I haven't I haven't I haven't got any homing pigeons before so I don't know what what website do I go to do this you blog for Mike Tyson (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah man people people will sell like those carrier pigeons and
3: is this some Michael Vick stuff that you're talking about
1: and like the pigeons will, will fly back to their original owner and then you could just sell them again I so dang
0: so that's how you grew up <laughs>
1: <laughs> that bird money so imagine doing that it's with riddick and woke. johns is a bounty hunter so anytime riddick escapes you know like i think at this point riddick and johns have kind of gone into this gotten into this like relationship like cat and mouse where they're constantly
3: oh i read that fanfic <laughs>
1: Where they're they're constantly, you know, escaping each other's grasp and then meeting back up and then Riddick ends up using John's and now they've gotten to a point where they just have like a lot of respect for each other. But Is
0: it kinda like Hobbs and Toretto and Fast and Furious? Yeah, exactly. Except for the does John ever team up with uh Riddick?
1: Um, yes. But I don't want to spoil the movie for anybody. But I'll I mean there's there's like this, this mutual respect for each other. and But yeah, going ahead.
0: Oh, I was just going to say, I'm not sure if I'm going to watch a movie. Oh, he's sure. He just doesn't want to say it. <laughs> I might,
1: but... Imagine Fast and the Furious in the future.
0: Why don't I just imagine Fast and the Furious with like yeah. more actors that I like?
3: <laughs> hey, they got those messenger
0: pigeons in
3: the future. <laughs>
0: uh um but uh yeah you you backtrack through the mines and everything, and um uh this part you 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 exit out into the work pass area, so you're back in tower seventeen, and this is one of the parts I was talking about, Dante, where like two goons jump you at the same time, and so like there's not like they you have your trank gun and they just run at you with their fists and I got beat up a little bit. I didn't die or nothing, but like I got beat up while I was reloading. Uh, this was one of those scenes that wasn't a stealth scene where they could lay hands on you. But then the next part is you, you climb up a wall and there's a... You're like... Uh, on the top of this wall and <clears throat> you have to get across. There's no like apparent way to get across. And then there's a mech guard at the other end, or on the other side of this wall in this room. So if you drop down, he's just going to body you. And I just, for the life of me, I couldn't figure out how to get across. And then I, like, just, I just was, like, looking around, looking up, and I saw the handrail. And then I was like, oh, if I, like, hit the action button, I'm going to grab on this handrail. And it's like a, it's a stupid, it's not difficult or whatever but it's just like, man, like just a little, like just give me an action prompt and I'm good to go. You don't even like have to flash this thing because I'm like I'm still. Stand- this is huh?
3: Sorry, this is right before you get back to the section seventeen.
0: Stuff this, this is yeah, like you're you're. Yeah, um,
3: it's like why even put that there? There's nothing you can do if you get down there, from my understanding.
0: Put why even have the the met guard down there? Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know, but like it just seems like a. A way to trick people into falling in there, I guess, like a death trap.
1: Wait, you don't have to go back through that door in order
0: to get back to? No, no, no. You have to. But what he's saying is, why even like have it so you could fall into that room? I think is what Dante's saying.
3: Yeah, like you have to cross that like tightrope up on up top. You have the there's a monkey bar over. mech the, in the, the one mech's room, head. and then there's a mech in the next room with the guard. Hmm. But the mech in in the one room is just kind of like a pit of lava, pretty much.
0: If you fall in there, you're dead, and there's no way to get it get out, so you end up you're gonna have to die if you fall in there
1: maybe it's really huh maybe there's a pack of smokes that's, that's like down there that you can get
0: there's no way of getting out though
3: Uh-oh. well the, actually I found this out if you collect a collectible, you can't collect it like it's yeah yeah world, yeah but if, you can't collect it again if you collect it,
0: then it's collected, and even if you die and go back and pick it up it's going to say you've already collected it.
3: Which is really weird. That seems super buggy to me. Actually,
1: it it's not. Because the way the game saves, I don't know if y'all looked at the checkpoints um, option, like on the menu of the game, but you can actually go back and replay certain checkpoints. For what? <laughs> well, I I ran into one part, which we're about to get to next, where I had to do that.
0: Okay. Alright. Well, um... You end up, like, getting through, uh, this uh... What do I call it? The, uh... Work pass area, and I got so mad because I walked into the other, the next room, and immediately got lit up by the turret, because I forgot to put away my track gun. Did anybody else... Ditto. Okay, because I felt so stupid, I'm like I'm out here holding a web I, I had a shank on me this entire time, and we're good. But the moment I have a tranquilizer gun, it's a problem now. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so you know
3: it actually confused me cause you didn't know why you died. The second, the second I got shot was the second I was opening up that little door that had all like the computers and monitors and stuff. Yeah, that had the little secret. Yeah, and. I assumed I was getting punished for opening the door while people were looking at me when in reality it was a Trank. So it took me like three or four tries to realize, Hey, I'm not getting shot for opening the door. I'm getting shot because I have the stupid Trank gun out.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. So once you put away your Trank gun, you can enter that room and you're back in tower 17 wreck area. And this is like, you can start turning in all the quests for all the things that you had to find in the mines or, you know, whatever you had to do for all these guys. And, um, at this point, uh, you can return back to the power central room and, (coughs) um, use the, uh, Jagger's card that he gave you on a new door, um, and then you get access to another room, and it leads you to some back sections of the prison, so the feed ward, which is close to the feed hall, and then, um, you basically eventually climb towards Tower Nineteen. And uh, once you get to Tower 19, you meet up with an inmate named Jupiter. And uh, he gives you the bomb. And you guys immediately get ambushed by guards. And I think he immediately dies. And this is... um...
2: The only person that thought that part was kind of funny. Just how they kind of lit him up.
0: (laughs) I thought it was funny, but I didn't know what was going on. (laughs) At first I thought we got set up. Like, I thought Jagger, I I thought, like, oh, Jagger set us up, or whatever. He's he's a snitch, or he's a rat. But, um...
3: That seems to happen to a lot of NPCs in this game, from what I remember. You just, like, you turn in your quest, and, like, five seconds later, they just die right in front of you.
0: Hey, man, it's a tough rural prison, you know? Anybody can get it. (laughs) They don't want no
1: smoke. (laughs) So, Um, what's funny is... Um, this was where I had to backtrack and go back to this checkpoint to turn in all those quests for um, for Tower 17. Yeah. When I got out of the mines um, and I got the, um, the... I think it was the white key card, the first one that you get. Yeah. So I must have made a wrong turn or something. And I ended up getting into a mech suit and just... Ow. And just wreaking havoc throughout the prison.
3: So, this confused me. And I think we glanced upon it in our group chat or whatever. But I was looking at the walkthrough. And there was one point where I think it was Marcus that said, I'm in this point, or um, it might have been you, Trevor, that said, I'm I'm doing all these extra things that aren't in the walkthrough.
1: Yeah, this was one of them. And
3: I ended up in that same mech suit. Which was not listed in the like the one Riddick wa- walkthrough. Wait, say internet. that
2: again.
1: So basically, you go into like a facility, like you're in a lab, and I think it, I think in the checkpoints is actually called Research Lab One and Research Lab Two, but I guess there that's where they create like the mech suits, and so you kill like one of the guys in the lab, and there's a mech suit sitting in front of you and one of the options is to pilot the mech suit you can hop in and as soon as you do that you know it alerts like all the guards and so they all start converging on you and you basically just mow them down with the um like the minigun
3: this is like a 30 45 minute sequence i had that mech suit for a long time
0: I had no idea.
1: And so, um, like, I guess... I didn't even get that. I don't know if you're supposed to do all of the um, the Tower 17 stuff before you do that part. But I ended up skipping through it. And then I went on and got the um, the bomb from, from Jupiter. And then that was when the story just continued. Weird. But, yeah, you can hear, like, somebody on the intercom, you know, calling, you know, units to come and, and stop you. And you know, you fight other mech suits and of course guards on foot, but there's one part where you fight what are called flamingos. Like the person on the intercom yeah, yeah. says
0: bring in the flamingos. Wait, so you got you got that like it's like you skipped the whole section of the game.
3: Yeah, it it's a lot of game that you just I think it was like almost three or four chapters worth of stuff where you're just in the mech suit. Because yeah. I know
0: what you're talking about and I'm like, that's like later on in the game. That literal like getting the flamingos and all that, that's literally later in the game.
1: Were you in a mech suit when you when that happened? Yeah, yeah.
0: That's yeah. It sounds like you bypass like a hour of game.
1: I don't know, but I like when I realized what had happened, I went back so that I could um turn in all those quests.
0: Because, I mean, you're about to, you skip the whole, like, next part we're about to talk about.
1: Well, not necessarily. I'm
3: curious what happens. Because
1: <laughs> I still talked to Jupiter and went back down into the mines. Wait, then how? It's like, after you get the white security card, Okay. there are two doors. One is to the left and one is to the right. And right. And I remember that specific point because I didn't know which door to take to progress the story because you you know how some games you can obviously look and see oh this is going to be like some extra stuff maybe i'll find a collectible or something Mm -hmm. Um, and this one is actually where the next part of the story is well there's no indicators there so i ended up just picking one and that's where it happened to lead
3: so you might actually know what we're talking about at least the room so you know the where the um not the mech that we're talking about where you can drop into them and die but the following room Where there's the mech, and then there's the guard, and then, like, the computer room, right? Somebody?
0: I'm trying to think.
3: So, no, this is literally the room we were just talking about where, like, you had the stun gun equipped. Yeah. And got shot instantly. Uh Uh-huh. So, opposite of the mech, there's another door. And I was in there earlier
2: or the Hmm? Is it the one that you have to use the key card on, or the the passcode? I forget
3: yeah, there's like, you go in a room earlier in the game and it's like, oh, I need a passcode for this. And there's like three guards in there or something. I took out the guards, but I didn't know the passcode. And apparently I had whatever I needed to get into that room now. And that led me to the uh, mech suit that he's talking about.
0: But Trevor's saying he he didn't, he didn't skip the hole dropping into the hole. And it sounds to me like you are by doing that.
3: At some point you do detonate the bomb i just can't remember the order of events yeah because
0: that like the part like we're getting the bomb now and it sounds like you guys are skipping like an hour and a half of gameplay to get to the part you're at, in the mech suit but like me and greg we we went through the correct door whenever the, the door you're supposed to go through and took the bomb that's the next part that we did is putting the dropping the bomb off
1: maybe it was the way you went back to tower 19 because did you have to go through vents in order to get there? Yeah. Huh.
3: I'm starting to second, Trevor. Are you sure like your order of operations is right?
1: I'm pretty sure because I mean it's... Marcus and Greg didn't didn't pilot a mech
0: suit at this point. Yeah, because so for me and Greg, but I...
3: he said when they said bring in the flamingos, he wasn't a mech.
0: Yeah, but that's later on. But like what I'm saying is the that's later on in the game that specific line that when are I are you heard... talking
3: about.
1: The mech suit or the heavy guard that you were piloting?
0: You were piloting the mech suit.
2: Hmm. ah,
0: uh, whatever, whatever. Yeah, because from what I remember,
1: so it didn't way, let me go back to Tower Seventeen, so I had to so to, to replay me, it.
0: Me and Greg, me and Greg. Um, I'm assuming so. We went out the right door or the correct one, and um we are back in the cells like you know and um, there's guards in front of you and behind you and you're running against the like the you know the open doors of the cells and there's a cell drop did you guys not have this at all the cells uh, dropping and you got to jump onto one that's falling or being oh, lowered yeah, into the hole so yeah I did that's that. where we went immediately after this part and then, we're, so now we're riding on top of these prison cells that are getting dropped into this, this hole. And they get attached to this rail track and they start riding along like almost like a conveyor belt. And it gets shut down because two guards are on patrol and they they are trying to stop you. So you have to jump and t- avoid the guards because at this point, which this is another complaint of mine, Riddick loses his weapon so quickly, so easily like, how did he lose his Trank gun?
1: I don't remember losing mine.
0: He doesn't, like... Yeah, that's what I was about to say. When when I was uh, on top of this thing, I didn't have any weapon. So then I had to jump into this hole, avoid the guards, because I would have taken out those two guards that were patrolling, but I couldn't, because I didn't have any weapons to take them out with. So then um, I uh, jumped to the side, dropped into, a, like, a sewer, almost. And then there's a guard patrolling on there, and I took him out. And then you find another trank gun down there, so that's where I found the second trank gun. Was in the sewers.
3: See, I think I got the second trank gun, but I think I already had a trank gun and just assumed that like that was there for the people that missed the original.
0: <laughs> See, and I had the original one, but like once I had that, che- once I got that checkpoint that you get the bomb from Jupiter, I no longer had the check the the trank gun. When I was running away from the guards, I didn't have any weapons at that point. It's like I, I lost my club, my shiv, and my train gun. And this happened a couple of times where you literally go from one section of the game to another and you, like, it's I, I can think of one other time in this game or two other times where it's like where did my weapons go? I, like, literally have nothing now. Um, so maybe that's just me or, I don't know, that was just really weird. Um, but at this point now, you're like in the sewers, and you're like, you know you have to turn on the rail track's power generator, and you have to turn the track back on, so that way the cells can keep moving along this rail, so that way you can keep escaping from the guards and everything. So you basically take out a bunch of guards, and I think you run into a mechanic prisoner, which is weird. It's like these prisoners that, like, are like IT dudes, almost. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know else to describe them. They're like, they seem like they're, they're prisoners, but they are dressed up like mechanics, and they're called mechanics, and they work with the guards to try to take you out. And it, I think they're almost like the pilots of the mechs. I think
1: it, it seems like they respond a lot faster if you shoot out a light. Yeah than, yeah, than the other yeah. guards do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you eventually. Get back. Um, you get back on. Uh, you turn back the, the rail track power and the power generator back on, and you're back to riding on top of these cells. And you're being lowered back into the mining core. And at this point, then you can hop off the mine, like hop off the the uh, cell, and then go plant the bomb in the gaseous cake. Ah, the gaseous cave to trigger the cutscene. And, um... So, d- you guys did this, right? Like, did the way that me and Greg did? Or, like, how did you guys get to this cave?
1: That was the same way I got to it. Um, you basically yeah. go back... Um... There you go. Trevor, I got a question mm-hmm. for you.
3: So, where does the mech sequence end? Because I can't <laughs> remember how that exactly like, so, closed. So,
1: um... It was some point after you killed the Flamingos. Um, you get into a room and there's basically no way out. So you have to get out of the mech suit and then you cr- climb back into the vents and then you find your way back. And I guess that's when you get back on track with the rest of the walkthrough. Okay. So it, it seemed like it was a, a side mission that happens.
3: Hmm.
2: Oh, Such a weird thing. <laughs>
3: Whatever. <laughs> it's almost like we're talking about two different, <laughs> different games. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, yeah. It,
1: it was weird when it happened because I was just like, "This is obviously like a part of the game that the developers just put in here as like a you know something fun."
3: Well, I, I wait, wait that was wait, wait, required wait, wait, when wait. I got to it because I'm like, "There's no way they just give me this powerful exactly."
1: Suit. What? It wasn't fun to you, Marcus.
0: The mech suit. Yeah no no like i have a note written down (laughs) even the riot guard or the met gun is inaccurate and sucks on enemies what it sucks like i'm not saying controlling it or anything i'm just saying the gun the actual combat in the riot suit sucks
2: I didn't think it was terrible, but it it wasn't amazing. It's more
0: of the same. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, there's like, I was like, man, like, all I have is a machine gun. There's nothing else. Like, fighting fighting another mech is just literally just holding down right trigger on him. That's it. There's no, like, strategy, like, getting behind cover or anything. Like, it basically took out the whole run and gun. Like, it's the most boring, like, not only are the enemies still bullet sponges and your guns are more inaccurate, but there's not even, like, any need for cover or anything like that. It's just, like, running out like a god fantasy or something. That's not, that wasn't fun to me.
1: Well, that was why I thought it was just like a side mission because it is like they just give you, like Dante said, they give you this really OP suit and you just kind of run through enemies mowing them down. And then, like for me, I ended up dying a couple of times on the Flamingos because it seems like the game gives you just enough health or either that or it throws just enough enemies at you to where you like barely make it through that section.
0: I mean, I agree, but I... To me, it's mostly because I'm unloading on this thing and maybe 25% of my bullets are hitting the intended target. And not because I'm getting out damage outputted.
1: I don't know. And a lot of enemies, like, when they spawn, or the, when they came out of doors, um, they had, like, explosive barrels next to them, too.
0: Am I the only one that, like... I The, the vehicle sequences I'm not here for at all. It was, like, basically, like okay, it's...
2: uh, (laughs) Ugh. Like, again, I don't... I wasn't, like, offended by them, but I definitely wasn't enjoying them. I
3: I mean... I can't... I don't think...
0: Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Like, the... Specifically, like, I have some... Even some heavy guard notes. So when we get to the heavy guard, I got some more complaining to do. But, like... eh, maybe the least fun vehicle sequences I've ever played in a game. Like, it's specifically the heavy guard. I was like, what is... Like, this thing is awful. It's like, it's cool, it has an alternate fire mode, but, like, I'm literally, like, facing the enemy and I shoot my, my cannon and I'm taking damage. Like, it's... My cannon is not even going where I'm aiming. Like and like I just didn't have that issue <laughs> like i like i died a couple of times with the heavy with the heavy guard where i'm going down a hallway and you get ambushed by the dudes they're like in the second floor like rafters these curtains get drawn back and they start unloading on you oh, I remember and i'm like right underneath them and i'm shooting my cannon and my my cannon is literally going up in the air and hitting me even though it's aimed at the guy to my to my up uh, to my right or up to my left and, like, it, I did not know what was going on, but, like, th- that vehicle sequence was, like, the worst vehicle sequence I've ever played in a video game. And, like, I feel like the combat, at least with the mech suit, it's, like, it's not fun. It's just, like, a worse... It's, like, I'm a powerful version of a character in a game where I don't like the combat. So, it doesn't necessarily help the combat. I'm invincible, but it doesn't make the combat more fun. These characters are still bullet spongy. My gun still doesn't, like, my gun is still not accurate. Like, the most accurate gun to me in the game was when you took the, when you were Riddick and you took the minigun. That was the most accurate gun. When, not when you were in the mech suit, when you took the gun off the mech suit. But then you're moving like half speed. But I ran the game doing that versus being in the mech suit. So you say the minigun is the most accurate gun. Are you including the stun gun? No, not the stun gun. But I mean like the stun gun doesn't take out um, mechs. Oh, it takes out everybody. It doesn't take out mechs.
3: It takes out everybody you need to take out.
0: It doesn't take out mechs or flamingos.
1: (laughs) You don't need to take those out. It's a stealth game.
0: (laughs) I, I just like I don't know like I, it was kind of like why is this part here like it, if anything you're as Riddick you're showing how incompetent like these this prison whole prison is and these guards like cool but like other than that like I didn't see any like gameplay mecha- like why are there empty mech suits why is there an empty I mech mean, suit for a convict to fair... run into.
3: I feel like you just described just about every vehicle sequence in any game ever.
0: But I mean, like, specifically, like, this is a double max... You're in the double max portion of the prison. So, like, you are, like, not only a threat, you're twice the threat. And they have empty mech suits, and, like, the fact that, like...
3: We're about to get... I mean, Covenant keeps ghosting, like, wraiths hanging around.
0: Let, Let me get a little bit further, and then I got, like... Yeah, I'm going to go a little bit further. So you trigger the bomb in this cave. Then you go to a cutscene. Riddick is walking away from the gas gas leak room now. So it's flash forward a little bit and gets spotted by a mech guard who calls for backup. He's in a mech suit and he calls for backup. That's how good these vehicles are, guys. Actually, let me.
1: I, I know where you're going with this. The guy could not shoot Riddick at that point. Is that what is that what you're saying? Why didn't he just kill him?
0: I'm saying, what do you need backup for? You're in a mech suit.
1: I don't think there's any like capture feature in that mech suit. I think it's more of like for riot control.
3: To be fair, even with that mech suit, he doesn't get what he needs accomplished or the backup.
0: He does get so the backup. He, he does get the backup. Yeah, so, like, you flash forward to him. Now you're back in a cell, and you're being locked up by two regular non-mech guards while the mech guard is standing watch outside the cell. So then they strap up Ridley, or Ridley, they strap up Redick, and they close the cell doors, and now they're traveling back to Tower 17. So now it's just the two regular-ass guards, the the cell doors close, and, the you know, it starts being, air, like, taken up the rail track. And... As you're going up, the explosion. There's an explosion. It rattles, and then the cell drops back down, and there's emergency like lights going on. So uh, the cell goes. The guards want to see what's going on, so they enter the cell in emergency mode, which releases the straps on Riddick, so he can open up the door. The guard can open up the door. So he's like, "I'm gonna go check what's happen- happening. You keep an eye on this dude." and then he kind of just runs off into the darkness. What's interesting then,
1: is this is another trope of like Riddick from some of the films is he always
3: bad storytelling.
1: Well, he always manages to like manipulate the enemies to like you know basically play into his hands. Like where he he makes it seem like they have the upper hand on him.
3: But no, they like, didn't oh, he makes it Oh, we, we,
1: we caught the Riddick. Let's let's get him out of here. But realis- realistically, Riddick this is exactly what he wants because then it transports him away from the explosion so he doesn't die.
0: It's all according to plan. Exactly.
1: Huh? That that's another thing about Riddick. He just he, he always manages to have like a an out.
3: They think they got me but I hey man i'm right where
0: i want to be am i in character so um yeah so you regain control of riddick and you have the lone guard that's watching you and this is the other part i was saying dante where you're you don't have any weapon at this point and you gotta carefully approach this guard to take him out because
3: i thought of one more sequence later okay because if
0: you run up on him he's gonna shoot you so you have to like carefully walk over to him and then like when he realizes you're so close he swings his gun you do the counter shoot him and then you're good and then it cuts to another cut scene and then the guard that ran out is like peering over the huge hole in the ground from where the bomb explosion was uh he's on calm chatter and he's uh trying to describe the scene and trying to explain, all this is a huge hole, and blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that, and he turns his back on the hole as he's walking back to the cell, and then a huge, monstrous creature, like, crawls out the hole, and a smaller, like, insectoid on its back jumps the guard and, like, tackles him and rips his head off with its tail, and then it tosses the head back to the bigger creature and then crawls back into, like, this hole in the bigger creature's back that it was previously in, and they kind of both drop into the hole uh, the hole and go back into the darkness and i'm not going to lie at this part i was like okay like we're going to fight creatures like whatever that's cool but like i was like man this this creature design is really cool so i was hopeful that like there was going to be like some cool creatures down there and um nope <clears throat> huh no, I said nope.
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, hey, you fight that one
0: over and over again.
1: This is probably
0: no. You fight the big dude.
1: This is probably one of the weirdest creatures in the Riddick series.
0: Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask you. Is this like a reoccurring creature?
1: It it seems like a mix of two of the monsters that they've used in the films. Like one was the um. Um what is it? The I can't remember what they're called, but like in the most recent movie um they're the scorpion type monsters that like live in um like swampy mud water um but they seem kind of close to that, but they also just I don't know that whole thing where it like attaches to the back of the big monster that was just really weird.
0: I thought it was really gross and really cool. It gave me hope that there was going to be interesting enemies in this game, and combat was not going to get better.
1: I don't know. I guess really the series has gotten to a point where each planet has its own unique monsters to it. So I mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't even think to you know like why is there only one monster down there? Like I guess it those, was normal. Yeah, those are the only monsters that are. Um, um, What do you call it? Um,
0: like, from the species from this planet? Yeah. I mean, you know more about the lore. Does that make sense? But it was kind of disappointing. It'd be like people coming to Earth and there's just, like, donkeys here or something. It'd be disappointing. Um, I feel like
3: even if that was the case, they could have had some type of game argument for um, having multiple creatures. Like, oh, well... We kept these just in case the prisoners got loose, unleash them or something. I don't know. Right?
0: Yeah. But, oh well. Um, the. Um, <clears throat> um, so now you're back in uh, control. Um, you're back in control with Riddick, and you basically have to drop into the hole after those creatures. And you fall into a cave, and there's shotgun and grenades at the bottom of the cave, so I was like, okay, now we're going into, like, old school, like, shooter-ass shooter sequence, where it's just dark corridors and a shotgun. I was like, like, again, I was like, okay, this is gonna just be like, I was thinking Doom again, or thinking like that earlier sequence where you had to fight those those creatures in the sewers in the first part of the game, so I already knew, like, what to expect, and... You jump out of the, or you step out of the cave, and you immediately get attacked by um the big creature. He's by himself, and he takes like a couple of he takes a a couple of shots and everything, and um. Then uh, you you continue on and you start getting jumped by the insectoid creatures, and they're super fast and super aggressive, um, and they're like low to the ground. And this is when I realized, like, man, like my character moves so much slower. The like, like the like, moving the camera, I guess you could say, was so much slower than I wanted it to be. Did like, I mean, did you have that issue, Trevor? Because I know you were saying like combat was a little bit funky for you in the first part.
1: Yeah, I had that same issue. Like, I ended up just letting the enemies get close to me and then shooting them at like the last second. Cause that seemed a lot easier than trying to shoot them, especially the ones that could climb along the walls. Mm -hmm. Like I really wasn't expecting that, but
2: it was pretty cool. Um, I definitely had a hard time keeping up with the enemies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Keyboard and mouse, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Must be nice. Um, did you guys, uh, try to use the grenades at all?
3: No. I used to take down that big dude. The one that killed the dude in the cutscene.
1: Oh yeah, I did use a couple of grenades for that.
3: What did you think about the grenades? They were pretty good at taking that one thing down. What do you think about the accuracy of the and grenades? I
1: used yeah, I was just about to say the accuracy was kind of off. And then they exploded uh, uh, in the bro, air. kind
0: of off? Kind of off? I mean, you just gotta <laughs> aim a little bit lower. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was so like... I don't even, like, he just, like, threw the grenade, like, straight in front of, I, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just, like, that's not where I aimed. Like, why is that grenade going there? Like, man. Deep Silver, right? Deep Silver game? Or, no, Starbreeze. I'm sorry, Starbreeze. Oh, I was, I was. Yeah, I was thinking, word? I was
2: like, hold on, Deep Silver, isn't that the, uh, Dead Island guys? Nah,
0: Starbreeze. Oh, Sinus? Uh. uh Starbreeze, <sighs> am I right, guys? Best developer Sounds... in Sweden. <laughs> uh, well, you know what I mean, we are all entitled to our own opinions. <laughs> I mean, um... we played through
1: their games so far. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers don't lie.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, and, like so. At this point, it's it's like a lot of like going through corridors and, um. Always being you have to be aware at all times because they come from like Trevor said all over, like they can come from in front, from behind, from the walls, from the ceiling. So you're always tense and I feel like they play it to great effect, at least in this first part, because like you don't really start off with that much shotgun ammo. So like it was um it was Did you ever run out I was about of
1: shotgun? I, I wasn't I had a
0: ton of shotgun ammo. Alright, well I ran out of shotgun ammo because the the way you're supposed to go um, you go from room to room killing creatures until you find the vent tool. Then you use the vent tool, climb into a room with a service panel and a big drill. You can't use either right now. So then you continue on and go across the bridge to get a tool room key and ammo. Well, I was having issues with the, um, uh, tracking these the characters, I couldn't figure out what I was trying to say, tracking the creatures, so I was missing a lot of shots, so I, I, I ran out of ammo until I got to the bridge, picked up the ammo, shimmy across the bridge, and I didn't know where I needed to go. I didn't realize that I <clears throat> had a key. So I ran through the area again because it's a big loop. And I ran through it again and the characters respawned. Oh, yeah. So I ran through it and I, I basically, the second run through, I didn't have any ammo by the end of it. And then I, I found the room that, like on my second run around, I found the room that I'm supposed to unlock. And I went in there and I picked up ammo and I'm like, cool, here's the cell charger and then i was like all right cool now i can go back to the drill and i ran out without opening up the next room so i did another loop having not made any progress and then i went back into the tool room i'm like there has to be something in here that i missed and then i saw the service panel that you do to power on the door to go to the next room so yeah i i, I ran out of ammo because i was like missing what we had what i had to do and, um, once you enter that next room, you get more ammo, you get more grenades, you get the power cell to power the drill, and then you get the prototype rifle, which is, uh, did you guys use the prototype rifle at all? Oh, yeah. Did you like it?
1: To me, it was it, the most accurate weapon.
0: It had no, it didn't have enough, like, ammo in a clip for me. <laughs> did, did that make, did, did you run into that?
1: Um, no. Nah. It was it was pretty much my type of weapon. Those that's the kind uh, of weapon I use in shooter, so it was fun. Did for you me. guys
2: use it at all? I think I messed around with it a lot, but uh not a lot but a little bit, but uh just kinda stuck to his shotgun.
0: I don't think
3: I did. Okay. Shotgun was super effective against these Yeah. fighting.
0: Shotgun was pretty much one shot, so I, I stuck with that. Um But yeah, you, you get the um you hit the cell, you recharge it, then you, uh, take it back to the drill, and then once you're, like, heading towards the drill, you hear, like, the ground shaking, and you're in a vent, and the vent starts to collapse, so you drop into the room, and you turn around, and you fight another one of those big monster creatures, and, it's, again, I mean, you're just dodging, and shooting it with shotgun shots, and you take it down pretty easily, and then, um, Put the and any of y'all seven. get hit by it? No.
2: Not that I can remember. I
1: think remember. takes a lot of damage. From
0: Does a lot of damage or, or takes yeah, a lot it, of damage? It
1: deals a lot of damage. Like, I got, yeah, hit, I by got hit by once, it once. And I said never again. Because <laughs> I, I think at yeah, this I, point I, I had six health bars. And I think one hit from that monster knocked me down to one.
3: I think he killed me the first time, actually and the second time I just ran from him because I'm like, he can't get through this room that I'm about oh, to go yeah. into. So I think
1: I shot him from bother. that little that little hatch that you crawl into.
3: You don't even have to shoot him, though. He Just live and let live. Oh, I thought stuff. there was something in I that mean, he room you just...
1: had to access.
3: Mm, you just have to get to that drill and start activating it.
0: Dante said, I'm going to let the cutscene do all my dirty work. <laughs> yep. But yeah, you basically start up the drill... It runs it through the wall and it unlocks the next area for you. And then at that point You're in the you're back in the prison area and the guards are fighting the insectoids and you're kinda sneaking around in the background trying to get you're just trying to escape prison at this point, right?
3: Isn't that literally the title of the game? <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, you're right, yeah. You're just trying to escape with Gervais. <laughs> hey, Riddick does best.
3: Yeah, sake, wait a second.
0: Yeah, yeah, so you're just trying to escape now and um you you've inserted this chaos into the mix and um uh there's sequences where you have to fight a guard or you have to fight some insectoids or whatever, but you're just like eventually just like trying to get trying to get out. And, and this um, is the part
1: that I told you that that I was waiting for that's kind of parallel with the movies, where mm-hmm. basically um everybody's afraid of Riddick, but you know Riddick you know tries to warn them the, that there's something scarier than me on this planet, and this is where it happens
0: hmm. well uh I think at this point um um I think at this point um you don't you get the Metsuit? suit?
1: Um, no, I didn't have the mech suit at this point. I had gotten it was, earlier.
3: Well, don't you get the second mech suit at this point?
0: Because we got it twice.
1: Well, I got the mech suit and then the heavy guard.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I thought it starts at this point when you're, um, or, I don't know if you... you I saw, I
3: saw. Okay, for me and Trevor, there's three vehicle sequences. Am I correct, Trevor?
1: I only remember two.
0: Huh.
2: There's one that's, like, at the, essentially at at the end of the game, I guess. Yeah, at the
0: end. Yeah, that's the heavy guard.
3: And then there's two before then.
0: I thought there was a, I thought there was a mech before Cryo and a mech and the heavy guard after.
3: I'm pretty sure you're right. Because, like, Trevor, you did the part where the mech is, um, actually, maybe I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, forget what I was
0: about to say. It, you you got it, Trevor. Because I'm I'm kind of confused.
1: So okay, so we've gotten to the part where um, Riddick is able to power the drill, and he breaks through that wall. Is that where we are? And then yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So so basically, after that, you know the the monsters are still wreaking havoc. You're you're basically fighting your way through the the mine slash prison area. It's kind of hard to tell where one starts and where one begins, um especially with the monsters running around. but um you can visibly see like all the guards are preoccupied fighting the fighting the monsters um, and then you get to one sequence um I think that's at the loading docks. And I don't know if this is the part, Dante, where you're getting confused with, is um, this is the first time where you can actually take a minigun from one of the mech suits? Is that what you were thinking of?
3: See, I remember specifically like riding up an elevator on a mech suit at some point, and I don't think that was in the first sequence where I had the mech suit.
0: Hmm.
3: Does anybody else that? I remember, remember that?
0: that too.
1: I remember the elevator. But so I, I don't remember, remember being in a mech suit on the elevator.
0: Because I remember getting out of the suit to climb into the, into the rooms. Because you couldn't climb into the rooms with the suit on. So you could shoot the glass out. But you had to hop out the, the suit in order to walk into the room.
2: I'm wondering.
3: I thought that happened
1: a lot earlier in the game.
3: I'm wondering if we're talking about the same part, but maybe it happened earlier. But no, I definitely went in the mech twice before that final mech sequence.
0: Because I remember the because I thought this is the part where you fight the flamingos and stuff, Trevor. But actually, it might be later on after Cryo. Hmm. The
3: one after Cryo, you never have to get yeah, out. Yeah, I don't
1: think you can. Well.
3: So obviously, this game is tearing us <laughs> apart.
1: I'm, I'm going to have to go back and look at the the checkpoints again, and see. But um, but yeah, once you're at the loading docks and you take or the monsters actually take down a mech suit for you. You can kill the rest of the monsters and then grab its minigun, the minigun off the mech suit, and then you can use that against the enemies. And Dante, you said you had a lot of fun with this weapon.
3: The yeah. Uh, minigun? Yeah, it's pretty powerful. Like It's OD. Just being able to just run around with that gun and it doesn't have any ammo,
0: like... You don't have to reload, Let me... you don't have to worry about running out of ammo, you can just unload on people, it's too good. I think, does it, um,
3: does it overheat? Nope. Okay. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. And maybe that's, now I'm starting to second guess myself, maybe I just had the minigun and that was like, just as good as the mech suit? <laughs> it was better. Anyway, let's not dawdle on that too but, much,
1: um... you know. But there's also a part of the loading docks where you get introduced into, the, into those, um, uh, they're, like, mobile turrets. They move, like, along the wall, and they have, like, a red light that kind of tracks you. And so, at this point, you're, you're kind of in the middle of those monsters, the guards, and then these turrets, too. Um, so, um, I'm curious to know, since, Marcus, you, um, you were playing it a little bit different than than the rest of us how did you start to tackle this area you remember Maybe, this um, part
0: with the turrets on the conveyor yeah. belt
1: with the the turrets on the conveyor belt type thing
0: the the thing that you keep going up floors
2: you're talking about
1: no no it's it's a room that you walk into and to the right there's like a red light that hits you and as soon as it sees you it starts shooting you
0: I actually don't remember that room. Let me see. Let me let me try to pull something up because I'm I don't remember that at all. Because
3: it's a V-shaped room, yeah. right?
1: Or actually, it, it's weird because because there's like a left side yeah. and a
3: right side, and there's people shooting from the opposite you, side, shooting at you yeah. from across. And this is also when like everything's fighting mm-hmm. everything, right? So, and it's just a little bit before the next nano machine. Um what what are they actually canonically called?
1: Oh, um I just said nanomed nano
3: just out of yeah. nanomed. Okay.
0: Same thing. Oh, okay. I remember this. I didn't I didn't shoot out the turrets. I just I just used the boxes as cover. So I never took out like I I killed the robots or not robots. I killed the insectoids, killed the guys, and then I used the boxes for cover to avoid uh getting hit by the uh the turrets. So I never shot at the turrets. This part did suck, but, um, I just dealt with it. The minigun's too strong.
1: So you did use the minigun in this part?
0: I did use the minigun at this part. So maybe, yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking, though. I feel like there was, I did use a mech suit too, because I remember, I thought I used a mech suit at this part as well, but. Minigun is OD. That's all I gotta say. It's the best gun in the game for me.
1: So, you didn't bother trying to shoot out the lights on this part?
0: Oh, I mean, I did that too. I think most
2: but, of us abandoned uh, that, right?
0: I mean, I did it too, mostly, like, because, like, the issue that, not issue I had, but, like, you go into a room or down a hallway, and then there's a door, and you open up, and then three dudes on their knees just ready to blast you. So, like, I tried to shut off the lights in any room I was in before I got to the doorway, so I at least had a little bit of element of surprise.
1: Wait, I remember that part. Were you not in the mech suit on that part?
0: I don't know, man. It's a blur now, <laughs> I guess, because like, I, I thought... Wait,
1: <laughs> I remember that part, like, where there's, you know, you go into a room, and there's three guards on their knees ready to shoot you down. But mm-hmm. I was in a mech suit when <laughs> I got to that part.
0: I think I was, too, but also, like, I remember using the minigun a lot, so, uh, I know when I used the minigun, when it was good, I was not in a mech suit, and when it was bad, I was in a mech suit.
3: So, Trevor, you're confusing me again. So, did you have two or three vehicle sequences I only had two. in your playthrough? Okay. And the one you're talking about right now was yeah. early. Okay.
1: And this game is getting good. We got all these... It's like... It's like it's like you choose hey man, your own path. Story. This is where
3: the real
0: puzzle comes in, right? Oh. I... <laughs> this game is so good. We don't even remember. It was all a blur. <laughs> it's
1: like a tilt. gaze. we
0: don't
3: sound incoherent at all.
0: I'm pretty sure this is all minigun part. This part, right? So you're just blowing dudes. <laughs> you're, just, you're just mowing dudes hey, down. I, mean, <laughs> I haven't been to prison, but <laughs> you're just mowing dudes down and um uh and then you get to the fuel t- transport room which is where you see the the fight the heavy guard and at this point like i remember like i was unloading on the um the heavy guard and i'm like why is it it doesn't seem to be taking any damage or not being affected by this and then i see these crates being railed over its head so i start shooting at the crates and they drop down and explode and it kills the pilot i guess and i'm like wow that was so um anticlimactic, <laughs> and then you can hop in the heavy guard suit and duh.
1: yeah i had a pretty easy time with it too because it was at this point i remember i had those grenades and so i just chucked all the grenades at it and took it down See, I, th-
0: I threw all my grenades at it but they landed like three feet in front of it because the grenade reticle was poor <laughs> so <laughs>
1: there, there was one
0: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you're right, actually. Where I thought the grenade was going to go versus where it actually went was, like, you know, way, way different, so... Wait, so you can actually
3: kill the mech that way? You can. That's strange. You know, like, the real way they wanted you to kill the mech, right? shoot
0: the explosive barrels. Yeah, above it. Yeah, I I shot the explosive barrels. I tried to use the grenade, but I used the explosive barrels instead.
1: No, I just I just had a ton of grenades, so I just ended up using all of them. I figured I was supposed anyway, to use them earlier.
0: Either way you do it, you take it out and now you're in the heavy guard and this is like I said this I do not like the heavy guard at all. The movement is god awful for me cuz like Wait, no, you not you. You can yet. You're not in the I heavy, guard yet. This heavy guard. Can uh, you? Well, I thought you could. But you're probably right. Yeah, I think you destroy the heavy guard. You're right. You destroy the heavy guard, and then you go into the next room, and there are... Uh, you have to take down two uh, mech suits in, to get on the ship. Right? I
1: thought you were about to tell me there was an instance like when I got into the guard clothes.
0: I uh, no, not <laughs> know. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> nah. So then, yeah. So then, once you, you're you running on this platform to get onto this ship that's on the edge of the the, the dock, and... Who's the pop-up, but it's Johns, and after a uh, fist fight, both of them are uh, shot by, uh, who is it? Valens. He only meant to hit Johns, but um, uh, Valens ends up getting killed by the guards, and you got this, Trevor, you got this.
3: (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. You didn't um, take the dude's clothes?
1: Which dude's clothes?
3: The, um, I think you're joking now. The dude that was going to pick you up.
1: Who, Valence?
3: Yeah, you take his clothes and then you um, get in the ship. And pretty much it's a like
0: flight sequence. He's lying. <laughs> you got
1: to be messing with me.
0: He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, man, this okay, game's got, got t- way got too me. many paths. <laughs> it's like, this is how Mass Effect should have ended. you got it Trevor you got it but but yeah there's a cut scene after you get to the ship Um, both Riddick and Johns get shot and um, I guess it's like um, Hoxie or his guards come in and basically kill Valence and then they they take him and they put him into the triple max area because maximum security um, does it the word maximum doesn't mean anything so now there's a triple max area.
3: Which still doesn't mean anything, as you'll soon yeah. find out.
1: But um, but this area is actually um, where animates are kept in cryo sleep. And this is another nod to like the movies because they put Riddick in cryo sleep every time they transport him, which is basically the only way they can keep him from escaping. Because um, he's such a G. <laughs> But, um, and there's a pretty cool monologue that he does when, you know, he's explaining cryo sleep in in Chronicles of Riddick, but, um, but in Butcher Bay, when you go into the cryo area, um, it's, it's pretty much like you're in a, a cell, but they basically keep you in a box, and every day you have, like, two minutes of exercise, and so the it unthought it unfreezes you and you're able to get up and move around and it'll tell you you have 2 minutes of exercise and then during that 2 minutes you can first see one guy um i think he's he's actually like going to sleep while you're being while you're waking up and um If you wait the two minutes out, it will um, administer a a sedative and it will knock you out again. Um, But you actually have to figure out a way to escape the cryo room. And that way is basically waiting until the other guy is about to be um, sedated and hopping in his cryo box. And then when they pick him up and, and... and try to transport him back to, I guess, where they store all the cryo boxes for some reason in a pyramid shape. Um, you know, you, you do the old switcheroo, and and now...
3: That triple maximum <laughs> security, am I right?
1: So, um, but that...
3: Not only that, this game... So, it assumes that you kill the guard at this point. But I didn't kill the guard. I just went to the thing and hit Which Y. Guard? And then I see the guard passed out as if I had taken Which him out. guard? The one in the room when you're doing all the cryo sleep stuff. There was stuff. a guard in
0: there? That's another convict. Yeah? That's another convict.
3: Oh, another convict. My bad. Yeah, I think he gets, like, either way, they assume that something. I killed him. I think
0: he gets drugged yeah. or something like that. Sedated. <laughs> but.
1: <laughs> but now, Yeah. <laughs> Now you're back in the um the cryo pyramids, and Riddick um basically breaks himself out of it by um, you know kicking his his cryo box off the top of the pyramid and it falls and breaks open and he's able to escape through a hatch and um actually no before that. <laughs> I think all Sorry, these, go ahead. I think all these um these next few chapters are like really short. You can pretty much tell you're at the end game. But um but yeah, when you're in the pyramid, I guess they notice that you've escaped and a um you know, they send out an alert and then all of a sudden a bunch of mech suits and heavy guards converge on you through different doors. And so there's four pyramids made up of a bunch of cryo boxes in this giant room. And you're basically running around trying to find an opening because you don't have any weapons. And once you're able to, I guess, distract the guards from from one area, you can run behind them and sneak through the door. And so at that point, you have to hop into a vent, and it tunnels underneath the facility. For some reason, this game... Um, has um, very strict security, but then it's very lax too. For there to be like a tunnel like this, but it's also monitored by drones. And these drones <laughs> are super annoying. What? You like the drones?
3: They went down with one like club shot. Yeah, they're or annoying.
1: <laughs> I, I I got to I either. got to one point actually in this game. Where my club was missing. Like, I felt Marcus's pain when he was talking about how some of the guns are inaccurate. For some reason, my club wasn't hitting.
2: Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> that that happened like, to me. Like, I was in a, The very first time I went down there, I would be literally point blank with them. And I would swing, and I wouldn't, like, hit them. It wouldn't connect. And then they would do their little shock attack, and I would take damage... So it got to the point where it was like we were dancing, where I'd run up at like Point Blake, swing, and then immediately start running backwards to avoid to dodge their little uh, electric attack. But yeah, dude, like my first two times down there, my clubs wasn't hitting. Like I was swinging and it wasn't hitting anybody, and I was like, "What is going on?" Or like, "Can you not?" I-, I thought maybe you couldn't kill those enemies. I thought maybe like they were invincible or something like that. But then the third time, Greg, did you run into this?
2: No. Okay. The
0: third time I went down there, my every single one of my club swings connected, and then I was like, "Oh, I must have got like I must have hit the right spot or something like that." Like I, I didn't understand why, at point blank, my club like I, it felt like there was a lunge if you stood at a certain distance from them, and then that was a little bit more. Uh, forgiving than standing at point blank range. Did you notice that, Trevor?
1: Um, I think the way I actually figured out like a consistent way to hit them was to not be too close to the wall.
0: Gotcha. Because gotcha.
1: I don't know if that had anything to do with it, but for and and I think I noticed that with the guns too. Like sometimes the wall would block like the bullets, even if you you know you could peek around the wall if you were still too far behind it, um, it didn't matter. Yeah, it it would just hit the wall rather than, than going towards the enemy. So I think that may have been um, keeping me from connecting with some of the um, the drones. But they are also annoying because they had a real Star Wars-esque, um, you know, wisecracking robot. Um, I don't know. It was just...
0: Oh,
3: personality—that yeah. thing that really does. Is that why?
0: Is that why people like Star Wars? Count me out. I mean,
3: <laughs> uh, this dude's like Dan Riker in freaking Spider-Man versus Batman. Dude, why does he quip all the time? Why does? Why is he saying stuff? <laughs> the heavy, the, he should just have one-liners the like the heavy, Ray. the
0: heavy guard AI. You talking about the die? The the the, the lines. Talking... The lines that the heavy uh, the heavy guard says. You lost me. Is that what you're talking about, Trevor? What, what are you talking about? Is the wise... No, I'm talking cracking... about the drones. The drones talk? Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, they have, like, a very, um... Like, nerdy drone-type voice.
0: Oh, I, I didn't I didn't notice at all. Because once you, once you get a gun, you can start, like, just bodying them. Oh, so, yeah. like, I was taking them out, like, full screen or whatever. Um And, like, you're slowly, like getting further and further, infiltrating this thing, this base, or, I'm sorry, this prison, and then you eventually get to this corporate office, and that's when you get to pilot the heavy guard. And I thought that's what you were talking about when you were talking about the... Um, oh, no. Did you notice the the, the dialogue with the heavy guards? AI? Oh, yeah,
1: definitely. That part, I didn't mind as much. Did
0: you notice it, Dante?
1: Because it, okay. it actually gives you hints like... You know, to, to improve battle efficiency, save ammunition by um, by trampling enemies or something like that.
0: Like, it gives you hints, but it's so cornily delivered. And, like, saying, like, you might as well just get out and let somebody else pilot this thing. You're taking too much damage. Or something like that. And, like, uh, <laughs> and on top of that, this thing, this vehicle sucks. I hate it. It it wasn't fun. It wasn't that bad. Uh It was kind of bad. Like you could I like I guess it's because the, Were you <clears> having
3: <throat> issues with this
0: part? Yes. I died. <laughs> I was that, I, I didn't That was why you had hit. issues with it cuz you died. Dude, because I couldn't my cannon, if I if I aimed my cannon higher than eye level, it always hit me. Always. Like I could only so, like, I don't know if you noticed, but you could, like... It's almost like, what do you call it? Like, the bipedal robots? Where it's, like, the bottom legs can move in one direction, but you can be looking... Like, you can rotate oh, yeah. the top half. So, like, the only way that I could get the cannon to to the hit cannon. where the... the yeah, <laughs> the only way I could get it to hit where I needed to hit was if my legs and my torso were lined up together and I was pointing at eye level. That was the only way I could get it to hit anything. Otherwise, if either those two things were off, or either those things, those three things were off, if it wasn't at eye level, if my torso wasn't pointing in the same direction as my legs, if I shot the cannon, it was hitting me and I was taking damage. So anytime there was enemies like that, that hallway, you had to go down, and there was those enemies um, that were. behind curtains and when the curtains were drawn and they started shooting at you I couldn't, like I died at that part twice because I couldn't shoot them with my cannon. So th- so like go ahead. I was going to say
1: that part I did have an issue with and it wasn't necessarily because of the, the difficulty of it but because I couldn't find a consistent means to regenerate health. Like I don't know if it regenerated faster if you stood still or if you were moving or you know if it stopped regenerating like while you were shooting or something like that i don't know and once i got to that part it seemed like my health had stopped regenerating so i moved forward and of course i got caught in there and from there they just have a vantage point on you and you can take you down really quickly but that was my only issue with the heavy guard
0: I hated the heavy guard.
1: Go ahead, Dante.
3: I really just wonder if it's controller versus like keyboard and mouse, but I just didn't have any issue whatsoever.
0: I think it has to be like I like I, I honestly think like there was just glitchy parts in my play. I don't know if it's glitchy in my playthrough or what, but like between the bat swinging on those drones and just not connecting, and I I died at that part twice. The way the cannon for the heavy unit or the heavy guard, like how that misfired all the time and even like earlier on in the stealth sequence with that, that mech and like it basically doing a patrol route and then just standing still and standing still for like 2-3 uh, minutes where it's like okay like it's not doing this patrol route it's just staring down this hallway what am I supposed to do like I feel like my game was maybe glitchy or something like that's the only thing I can think of like I don't think that that's how the game was supposed, to, how it was supposed to uh, pan out, how it was intended to be.
3: Yeah, because if I was taking damage from myself, I definitely didn't notice it.
0: I was always like super low life because every time I shot my cannon, it hit me. Like I said, unless it was at eye level.
1: So, how did it you sucked. feel about the boss on this level?
0: I.
2: The silence is at all.
0: Like, let's let's talk about it. Like, uh, so you take out, like, I mean, you, you take out all these heavy guards and honestly, I don't even remember what happens. You just end up in the boss's office. Like, well, what well, no, before
1: that, um, I'm talking about just the, <laughs> the heavy guard boss, or it's kind of like a, a boss. mini boss. So at the Wait. very end of this sequence, when you're still in the heavy guard, um, you get to that giant room. I think it's like right before you get to the hangar or where you get to the, um, it's like a platform with the a ship on it. And, um, like right before you get out of your heavy guard, a door opens and another heavy guard comes out. I don't even remember that. Well, it's, it's easy to you forget just it. I just shot at him. Yeah. I
0: shot at him. And I shot at them. Most of the
3: like heavy mechs get stunlocked the second and, you shoot them. Well, they
1: at them. made it. They made it seem like it was going to be a big deal because of how it entered, but it ended up just being like a regular enemy.
0: Yeah, it was. It's pretty whatever. Like,
1: and that, that's kind of how a know. lot of the, I guess, All mini bosses. bosses felt. They just felt like regular enemies. Like, like you fought enemies like this before. So fighting this one doesn't seem like that much of a big deal. And it's not really memorable.
0: I feel like the only memorable encounters in this game, boss, quote unquote boss wise, was the first time you fight Abbott. Because you are fighting a gunfight with a smart AI. Except for the fact that he's standing beside explosive arrows. But like, like the the fight against Rust is just hand-to-hand combat. It's no different than fighting anybody else. The second fight with Abbott, no different than fighting anybody else with hand to hand. The this heavy man because I just watched what you're talking about. I was like, oh yeah, like I didn't even realize that was a sub boss or mini boss or whatever. It just felt like a regular AI. And then the last boss, which is like completely different than anything you fought before. So like to me, it's like the first Abbott fight, I guess, and then the last fight. Is there anything else that I'm missing? The
1: first time you take down a mech suit, which I think is the only time you have
0: to actually kill one, the one where you have to shoot the yeah tank,
3: the one where you're stuck in that like (laughs) cargo. Okay, yeah, you
0: have to shoot the tank and drop it. But like it's yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I'll give you that too. But yeah, like the other fights are just like they don't seem like special encounters or anything. They feel no different than like the normal fight enemies you fight. So. But yeah, like talk about getting into this Oh this office wrap the warden's office. Yeah, let's let's wrap this up please.
1: So um <laughs> So yeah, after uh Riddick takes down the, the heavy guard, um John shows up and they get into a another ship. I forget where the ship was. Like I know it was on like a platform outside of that big door. Because like as soon as that door opens up, um you hop out of the heavy guard suit and you run out of it, and then the cutscene starts. Um, so I think you just kind of hop on the ship but um but yeah, john's and and Riddick are on the ship, and you think you know they're just gonna escape, but Riddick has other other ideas in mind, and he he knocks out Johns and he pilots the ship he basically makes a u-turn. And man, I should have written down the um the dialogue that he uses. Uh what he says like right before it happens. I love Akbar. <laughs> but he basically does a u-turn with the ship and drives it straight into Hoxie's um office um like through his window. And um you know, Riddick hops out and then a cutscene occurs. Um, I don't think anything really happens in the cutscene besides Hoxie.
3: Dude pleads for his life for a while.
1: Yeah, he does because
3: he's behind his desk. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then he hits like a panic button, and it zips him up into like this this safe room um, that kind of locks him in. And then it reveals these two enemies that are like um, they look like. Like, some type of, um...
3: You know those racist
0: Transformers in Transformers yeah, 2? Yeah, They're kind of like they that.
1: Look like small Transformers.
0: I was going to say, are they any different than the Vanquish bosses? The last two bosses in Vanquish? Remember you fight those two enemies that go invisible?
3: Those were cool. I mean... <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I mean, like, isn't it the same concept? Oh, uh, i don't guess. I mean... <laughs>
3: If you took all the gameplay out and just changed it with, like, shooting
0: lights. Okay, all right, well, yeah. So, basically, you start in the back of this room, like, I I have written down my notes, he flew a plane into a building and it got stuck, and then I just drew, like, a stone face, and I was just like, I don't understand, (laughs) like... It was, I don't know. It, it's weird and movie and whatever, you know? Like, it's video games, but it was just really weird. It was also really weird that Johns was like, hey, Riddick, um, I know I'm picking you up and we're going to get out of here, but I'm really just going to take you to another prison to make more money because I haven't got paid yet. And, like, like what do you mean? Like, how are you just going to turn your back on this guy that's escaping prison and did it single-handedly and then you're just going to be like, I hope you're cool with going to a new prison. This one sucks, right? Ha <laughs> ha. Like, what? Hey, he's he's the homing like, pigeon. Like, he <laughs> like, just... Up and down. Everybody is incompetent. Up and down. Across the board. But now you start this fight. And it's like, to your right is a shotgun. You have no guns at this point. So to your right is a shotgun. <clears throat> Sorry. To your right is a shotgun. To your left is a minigun that you can pick up. And then there's two of these robots that are unloading. They have miniguns of of their own that they can shoot at you. And then what they basically do is they shoot at you, shoot at you, stop shooting, go invisible, and then you can't see them. So, like, the way I ended up doing this was shooting out the lights and then just crouch-walking around until one popped up. Like, I accidentally ran into one. It would pop up, and then it would always have the jump on me because, like, like, it just, I never knew, like, you could hear the sound effect of it appearing, but you didn't necessarily know where it was appearing from, so I'd have to do a quick, like, 180 or, you know, 360 or whatever to figure out where it's at, and you just hope that you could outgun it and rinse and repeat. Like, there was no, to me, there was no strategy or, like, I didn't understand, like, what you're supposed to do in this. When fight.
3: executed properly, this is like a minute long fight.
0: Yes, but I died a bunch of times because I didn't turn my, I I didn't rotate the camera fast enough to track the thing, and I didn't have enough life for the second boss with the strategy I was doing. So, it, it, but it was just like I don't like. I tried to hide out like behind cover and not move. Then the dude never showed up. So it was, like, it seemed like the only way I could get it to show up if I was moving around and, like, out in the open. And it was just, like, I don't understand, like, what the point of this fight is. Or, like, not the point, but, like, it just wasn't... It stood out. It was a memorable fight, but not for the right reasons. It was, like, oh, this fight is kind of, like, whatever, at le- it's kind of janky. Yeah, and at least we had the minigun, so I didn't necessarily have to worry about like my gun not hitting the person I'm shooting at. But it was also just like, oh, I hope my minigun. Like we would basically, I'd be on the last boss with like a smidgen of life back, or left, and then we'd just get into a minigun war. War, and the first one of us drops, loses, and that was it. So I died like three or four times just getting into a minigun battle with the the enemy. And then me dying first, losing my life first. And that was my time in this game.
1: So I had a tough time with this boss. And not because of the difficulty, but because um I kind of screwed myself over. Before you get into the heavy guard suit, there is a um a nanomed station. I opted not to use that nanomed station. Um, before hopping in the heavy guard suit, even though I only had one bar of health left. And you do not get to use another heavy med or um, nano med station after that scene. That is your last chance. And so I thought this was like going to be like the end of the game. Like as soon as I hop out the heavy guard, I'm hopping on the ship and I'm getting out of here. Um, yeah, thought. But as soon as this sequence starts, it does not give you any more health it starts you off with however much health you had before you got into the heavy guard suit and so um, I was basically starting this, this um, sequence with one bar of health, and I died maybe five times or however many times it takes before the game feels sorry for you and it gives you another um, health bar but after that you're kind of on your own it doesn't give you a third one or a second um, extra health bar
0: I didn't even know
1: that that was a thing. I didn't either, but I guess I died that many times trying to, to do this boss battle with only one health bar. That was a nice that
0: was a nice of them. Yeah. But
1: like Other like you asked. said, um whenever you get into like a firefight with one of these, 'cause I was using the um I was using the mini minigun gun. and whenever you get you know into a um Huh.
0: I was gonna say shoot Yeah, yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking of. Like when you when you lock eyes with one of the bosses, and you know you start to draw your weapon, whoever shoots first, you know, like you could still get hits on the enemy, but you're gonna take damage. And because I only mm-hmm. had one bar of health, you know, I immediately would take damage, even though I would get some decent damage on the boss. Um,
0: he would just have too much more life. Exactly. To
1: do. And so having that second health bar kind of helped. But when I realized it wasn't going to give me a third health bar for dying, um, I kind of had to use an exploit. And in the back of the room, or the opposite side of the room from where you spawn in, or not spawn in, but where you crash into the room. When you hop out the airplane. There's like a little nook that you can get into. Mm -hmm. And I kind of hid back there and waited until the bosses would um, appear in front of that doorway. And then I would just light them up.
0: See I did that too when I stood in that nook, but they never they never well I, popped up, so I had to creep out and like along the wall in order for them
1: oh, I just to pop my head out,
0: oh so they, they never they never showed up, they never showed up,
1: and I didn't even have to shoot out the lights like I just shot them out for fun,
0: but then that might oh okay, I was gonna say I only shot it out so that way I could sneak around without being in my head seen. Because I noticed when I wasn't shooting out the lights and cr- uh, crouching out in the open, I was still getting lit up. Could they not see in the dark?
1: That, that's, that seems like a, a huge they, flaw for something that is man-made. Not as well,
0: at least. Not as well. They didn't have HDMI back then, man. <laughs> back then, this is the didn't future. They didn't have HDR. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what they need to do. They need to release a Chronicle of Riddick remaster with HDR so you can actually see something. Yeah.
2: That'd be That's nice. What Craig needs. I guess it also didn't help. I was playing on my monitor and not like my actual nice TV. But
3: I feel like a monitor should be brighter than a TV.
0: I think it has to be it's your shouldn't. color settings. Yeah. Maybe your darks are real dark and your lights are not. <laughs> what? It... Maybe the game's just bad. I mean, that also could be. <laughs> Game sucks.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm just
0: joking. This game's okay. So, what did you guys think about the last boss? Whack.
2: It
3: is... eh. Like, after I figured out to shoot out the lights, it really wasn't that big of an issue. And I wasn't running into the thing where I was really trading damage with the thing I was shooting at. It was more like the other dude shooting at me while I was killing the other guy. So, in my successful run, I shot the one dude probably had like half of my health and then pretty much I just had to make sure I shot first on the next dude and that was really all there was to it
0: uh I mean so like is it basically the same thing like you guys um it's memorable but it's also just like whatever yeah I don't even call it memorable yeah okay alright <sighs>
3: Like I'm I, if you ask me what happens in this game in I don't know maybe like 3 weeks I'm going to be like what? I played that?
0: <laughs> okay. Um
2: not not going to lie this is like easily probably my least favorite game of everything we played so far. Okay.
3: Huh? Hey man, you don't have to stab trepper like <laughs> <laughs> No 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 no! I, no, no. I, just I heard what he said. A lot of shanks
0: and stuff. <laughs> I heard what he said. He said he enjoyed brothers more than this. <laughs> Why do you hate starbreeze so much? I don't hate starbreeze. I just so, uh, have a feeling that me and starbreeze are compatible, bro. Can we
2: can we, uh, can we uh, rank the uh, starbreeze games that we've done so far?
0: Yes, let's do it.
2: I, all right, so. <laughs> so, what, what's everybody's number brothers. one? Syndicate. 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 Okay, so, all
0: right. What about you, Dante?
2: Alright, so we got two syndicates and a brothers and... What was the other Dante, one? Dante,
0: you, what would you say? Syndicate. Three syndicates. Okay. Oh, so three syndicates. So what's number yeah. two? Brothers. Brothers.
3: I'd probably go... Oh, that's like a tie. <laughs>
0: That is. do you like stealth games or do you like puzzle games you're asking me which, which
3: child is my least favorite child and they both are
0: do you like stealth games or do you like puzzle games it's easy
3: no I take that back this game will probably end up being like 13 out of 17 or whatever well we're right. just talking about
0: of the Starbreeze stuff we're not even talking about
3: yeah but I'm saying like brothers is 17 out
2: of 17 oh okay
0: so, <laughs> so you're saying this game and then Trevor what do you say um, I just gotta
2: think about it.
3: Syndicate versus Butcher Bay.
1: Man, there was there was there You're was not a lot. Surprise man, I didn't like about Syndicate. Like the multiplayer turned it around, but there was a lot I didn't like about Syndicate.
0: Okay,
3: that implies you liked most of this game.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was there were some good experiences in this game.
0: The real question is Bonnet Commando <laughs> or Escape from Butcher Bay. I
2: mean, That's the choice the is obvious. I mean, there's only one real answer.
0: It's funny because Dante said, Brothers, this is his, least, his lowest ranked game. And I pulled up the list and he has it above Bonnet Commando. <laughs> you know
3: what? I kind of for- see this is in that exact same space where it's like, couple weeks from now. I'm
0: not going to remember a thing that happened with this game. When Dante says like, this is like a B, like the epitome epitome of a B game, or just like I thought about this game, and then Bonnet Commando, and I was like dang, like I guess technically they are probably the same, but Bonnet Commando just touches me so much more than Butcher Bay. Even though Butcher Bay, like, I feel like Butcher Bay does things or has like dreams of grandeur like kind of like how beyond good and evil kind of did where it's like we want to do all these things and i don't think it's fully successful at the things it does but at least with beyond good and evil like it's kind of endearing to me where this game not it, it it isn't like the the flaws are more ugly to me for some reason so like i don't think it's any better or worse than beyond good and evil but I just had a lot more fun with like Beyond Good and Evil, a lot more fun with Bond and Commando than I did with this game. Beyond Good and Evil is a better game. I, I mean, I butcher Like it has a soul.
1: Yeah, it's got soul.
0: I I I don't know. Like I feel like this game, like <laughs> this is my least favorite Starbreeze game, and <laughs> I would say overall I'm not a Starbreeze fan from what I played of them, but like.
3: In other words, this is going I mean, above Ninja Guide and on would, your list. We understand. I and Metal would put Gear
1: Rise. Two below on, on the well, bottom. We're talking about the games okay. we played. We're talking about the games. I we thought played. you just meant any Starbreeze games that you played.
0: No, no, no. Just the, just the games we played for this this show. So I don't know. Like I, I I think Butcher Bay tries. I I think that like we're also maybe looking at it from a 2018 lens. Like, you know, like, these are, like, the the map stuff. Like, maybe that was, like, how things were back then. Um, I don't really know, like, I don't know. The stealth stuff? I mean, I don't know. It's okay. I mean, it's... It was... The second half of the stuff was better than I thought it would be. But, overall, like, I, I still don't care for combat at all. And as far as stealth, for me, like, this stuff in the cryo, like, that cryo pyramid stuff, like if there's nothing to hide behind but i don't have any weapons that's not stealth that's just like me playing a mouse like it's like cat and mouse at that point and that that's not stealth to me that's just like manipulating like that's almost like a puzzle and that like that's not fun tip for me
3: well in that case you should have loved brothers
0: i mean in comparison like like Just thinking my first playthrough of Brothers, like, I really enjoyed Brothers. It was the second playthrough that I kind of was like, oh, well, this stuff isn't really that fun. So, I don't
3: know. I was just kind of capitalizing
0: on you. Yeah, 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 I know, I I know. Um, One other nitpick, just since we're complaining about this game right now, um, I know in my head I understand why this happens, but it never got... It never became, like, I was never okay with it. When you go from being in shine mode, and you enter, or not enter, you climb up a ladder, and it takes you out of eyeshine mode. I hated that, To too. show you rid- climbing up the ladder, and then you go back into shine mode, and you have no idea what you're looking at. <laughs> like, it was so frustrating. Like Like, it was just, like, I get it that, like, Technically I should only see an eye shine when I'm in first person, but like you could have made this concession so that way I know what I'm looking at when I get like I it felt like I was always at a disadvantage if I climbed up a ladder even in darkness with eyeshine shine because I was just like oh like it never it never helped me out.
3: Okay, so this is something that bugged me and I kind of forgot that it bugged me up until now. But was anybody expecting to get like a secondary power like you'd have like the bright eye shine and then you'd have like a I don't know infrared eye shine at some point I
1: wasn't expecting it because
3: that seemed like such an obvious thing to do in a stealth
0: game the thing that I was expecting was some type of ability like when like the only time he got to use this little yell was like in that cutscene and it was like she said unlock your power then he does that yell and then that's the only time it even like happens again at this
1: point too in the Riddick franchise he still doesn't fully... He isn't fully aware of, like, his Furian powers. Or even that he's like... Or even understand what being a Furian means.
0: I don't know. And, and, then, uh, and then this is another stupid thing. Like, I got really annoyed at the last boss dying a couple times. To just Because to, I was like, man, like, I just really have to... Really just get in a firefight with this and just out DPS this freaking... mechs. So at one point I like put the controller down and I went to I was like on the wiki guide to try to um, just read uh, what I had to do and I forgot to pause it and my character literally lived longer with like with, I didn't have I wasn't touching the controller. I put the controller on the ground and my character lived longer not moving than it did when I was playing. John Cena. I don't understand (laughs) like I didn't shoot out the lights, and, like, I, I did it two lives, where I just was like, I was like, dang, he lasted, a, like, it lasts a long time with me not moving, so then I let the I, I let it run a second time, and, like, it literally was like, it, it was so stupid. It was so stupid. Even there, even the enemy mech guns are bad. They're inaccurate.
2: God, man, so
0: Uh, it's, like, if it wasn't for Ninja Gaiden and those games just being, like, not my type of game, like, I think this, I prefer the combat in those games to this game, but I I think I overall like this game more than I like those games. There's, like, more redeeming stuff for me in this game with just the, I like the prison environment. I like the, the idea of that, and I like the, um, the self stuff. But combat is so much better in those other two games. And I like the environments in Ninja Gaiden and the enemy variety in Ninja Gaiden a lot more. The AI. Yeah, the, the AI. AI is better in Ninja Gaiden as well.
2: Just mechanically, the game is just kind of like super dated and there's not enough redeeming things around the uh, the theme, the story, or anything else. Do you...
0: So, I'm... Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll finish and knock this out. Okay, so... After you defeat those robots, Hoxie surrenders. Riddick receives the codes to Hoxie's ship. And Riddick and John's escape disguised as a guard and prisoner. And they, they, they hire, or I guess guards see that Riddick is in Hoxie's, or excuse me, the warden's office. So they go in and... Um, Hoxie is bound and covered in Riddick's former like clothes, like his clothes, and they put his little goggles over his face and they gag him and they mistake him for Riddick. Looney tunes behind game. They mistake him for Riddick and shoot him up and kill him. Meanwhile Riddick and Johns are on a ship escaping ending the game. So two things. One it was a pretty it was a pretty like movie ending. It was fine. I liked it.
3: Come on, two, man.
0: Two, it, was this ending, do you prefer this ending or the ending in Bionic Commando?
1: <laughs> the ending in Bionic Commando almost didn't, tight. It almost didn't it seem tight. like it belonged.
0: It was tight. He put the grenade in his mouth and he kicked him off the, the platform. It was tight.
1: Oh, wait, you're talking about that ending. I thought you were talking about the yeah. one where he... he
0: zip flying on top of the angel yeah. things that too you could throw that in there too <laughs> but yeah like and his dead wife being his hey, arm hey, spoilers <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um it, i don't know I, I i didn't dislike the ending it was okay like it, it it was it seemed like the norm for this character how corny his lines were like this ending was going to be like kind of cheesy cinematic it's-
3: we're just gonna hand wave him putting on like Riddick goggles, like halfway putting on Riddick goggles, and them all mistaking
0: dude well, for Riddick. he has got a
1: gun on him. <laughs> he he did shoot out all the lights in there.
0: Yeah, remember?
3: I don't think that cutscene. No, I the cutscene, the, cut scene cut scene, was the lit, lights yeah. were on.
0: Just <laughs> open and it, shut it, the case, was, Johnson. It was lit.
3: <laughs> the the first inconsistency. The ending of this game.
1: was lit. You're right.
2: <laughs> I see what you did there. Hey, he pulled what a Riddick. You think what you think? <laughs> <laughs> the ending was what?
0: There was <laughs> one point in this game, somebody says something like, I'm starting to see this whole Riddick thing is a major problem for you guys. This is over like the intercom, so he can hear it. And he's like, Now shut down the power. He ain't going to be able to see a thing. And it's like, what? What do you think he's been doing this entire time? Like, <laughs> and I was just. What makes you think you can see a thing? I just, I just, I have written down like twice. I was like, this whole facility is so understaffed and incompetently run. I was like, it doesn't matter how many maxes, single, double, triple, <laughs> office max, <laughs> like it don't matter. <laughs> Riddick is going to be out. <laughs>
3: yeah. It almost seems like it would have been harder for him to stay at right? some point.
1: This is what Riddick does, guys. He is an escapist.
0: All right. Well, I guess the really... The, He's a genius. The only question... Or there's two questions. So overall, overall, how do you feel about this game, Dante? I mean, we've been hitting so at this it. this is kind of complex. Yeah, we've been hitting at it, but like, we might as well just get all your, your thoughts out now.
3: Gameplay-wise, I think it is better than I expected it to be, especially in the second half. Everything else is... Well, graphically, it's decent. Actually, it's really good for its time, now that I think about it. But gameplay and graphics aside, I didn't really care for this game at all. I do think the stealth gameplay is pretty good, even though the AI could do a lot better job of um, not sticking to the same patterns and, I'm guessing, like, offer more variety in general. But... I am very Riddick neutral.
0: Okay. Alright, Greg, how about you?
2: Uh, <clears throat> I hated it, but, uh, it's mostly just because like, I feel like the gameplay isn't very fun, it doesn't change up that much, other than they add stealth, but I feel like the they don't give you enough tools to navigate stealthily all the time, as far as, I guess maybe they do for the shadows, I mean, Um, but like we were saying earlier, you, you do run into some times where you don't really have the shadows that you can use and it's kind of a pain. Um, I mean, I don't, I really don't know what else to say other than I, I I really didn't enjoy it. All
0: right. Um, I kind of like what I said. Um, I, Hated combat in this game. Um, I dug the I dug the environment, just the prison setting, and I like the quote unquote like multiple paths and openness that the prison environment allows you to have. Uh, I liked meeting the different characters and like all that. I I enjoyed the stealth stuff that when you had a weapon and shadows. I didn't necessarily enjoy it when it was like. Get from this point to this point and don't be spotted. But if you're spotted, then try to take them out. And there's not any shadows or anything like that. Um, I didn't really enjoy those sequences, and um, I hated, I guess, the vehicle sequences. And I cannot s- state enough how much I hated the combat in this game. But overall, like, I, like kind of what Dante said, I think the the graphics for this game are pretty good for the age of the game and I also think the lighting in this game is really good as well um so yeah it's uh I think it's like I said I I think it's a As Dante would say this is a b game it just unfortunately some of the things that I like in games like combat and stuff isn't necessarily as uh fun in this game as it is in some of the other B games so it's maybe on the lower end of B games for me than some of the other games Uh, what about you Trevor?
1: I loved it I can't wait to play Assault on Dark Athena
0: did you start it at all? no I haven't started it yet Um... so I started it after playing this game and I just kind of wanted to see what the, uh, the difference was and I started it and it was I picked up immediately after where this game ends. And you the controls are the same. You have eyeshine shine from the jump. Everything is the same. And I maybe played it for about thirty minutes and I just kinda was just like, I don't really want to continue to do this right now. So I stopped playing. I think And started up cook served delicious yeah, too. I, I think,
1: did. I think my thing with it though is I was playing this game for the story alone. And like Mm -hmm. I said, if it weren't for this podcast, I probably wouldn't even, you know, attempted to play this game. Like, I knew about Mm -hmm. it, and as much as I love Riddick, you know, I wanted to play it. But because it was labeled as like a stealth game, and I'm not really big on stealth games, I wouldn't have even touched it.
0: Do you feel like it was improperly labeled, or do you just feel like... Hey, I can get down with stealth more than I thought or how how did you think that happened? If
1: I mean, if other stealth games are like this, I I probably still wouldn't play them. Like I didn't I didn't really
0: <laughs> It was solely the story and character that kept you playing them. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't know. You this, don't really care for this this, this type of hilarious. gameplay
1: takes me out of my comfort zone. That's that's pretty much why I was asking you like how this compares to like other stealth games, because I haven't played too many of them. But I don't know. It's just at, at a lot of points, is very slow paced, and
3: I'm sure Greg is having the same aneurysm I am right now, just like thinking about all the stuff he's missing out in Metal Gear and just sneaking around in a cardboard box and yeah. putting out Playboy magazines for people to like. Stumble upon yeah, so and that's probably past why I've never and... played
1: any Metal Gear games except for, um, except for Metal Gear the one, Rising. Bad
0: one. I mean the bad <laughs> one, a bad one, the,
1: the least Metal Gear game of all of them. But I don't know. It was all it right. was good. Uh-huh. I mean I I enjoyed the game. I do want to play the other game now that I've kind of gotten my feet wet.
0: Sure, sure. And then I guess really the only the last question is, do you see why this game? and this was something that I wanted to ask last episode, but do you see why this game is considered a great movie game or because it's, do you understand it? Because
1: it's not bad. I
2: could, I could see why at the time, because if you look at a lot of the things they did with kind of just the graphics and, um, I guess the game does have kind of a open feel to it. Um, and I think there is a little bit of, uh, um, I guess, kind of open-endedness as far as how you handle situations, um, but at the same time with, like, the regressions of, that's been made in games in general, like, it, it feels super dated at this point.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I could see why it felt ahead of its time, but now it feels like it's a product of its time. <laughs> Where it's just like, oh, this was something that they were doing back then. This is something they were doing back then. But, oh, I could see why this thing and this thing were, like, things that other games weren't really doing. Or it was just becoming in vogue. So, like, I understand why it was held at such high regard. And also, like, kind of, like, I know Dante doesn't necessarily like the Riddick character. But, like, he, to me, from what I remember at that time period... He definitely fits in with, like, the edgy, edgelord character tropes that were, like, in games. He, I mean, they were still in games in the mid-2000s, you know, that kind of character. So he kind of fits in. Not that he's edgy, but, like, just, like, the this swarminess of the character.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, I know it's not your cup of tea, but, like...
3: I I, I wouldn't even say that. I just don't think he's... Well written. It's like when they rebooted *Prince of Persia* with the darker, um, what was it? *Warrior Within* or uh-huh. whatever. Everybody criticized that for good reason because it wasn't good. I don't, I don't think *Riddick* is
0: very interesting. Gotcha. What about you, uh, Trevor?
1: Did I think, or do I understand? Do You why... understand,
0: or do you? Yeah, understand why it was held in such. Um, not not yet high regard why it was considered one of the best movie time games, and I guess really does that make you hopeful <laughs> like I think because i i
1: won <laughs> it was like I said it wasn't bad, it's not a bad game, like you know, despite the movie it's it's a playable game, and it's not like an adaptation of the movie, you know they didn't try to retell the same story or try to fit something into the middle of the movie, like tie it in as like a um I don't know, basically try to capitalize on the on the promotion of the movie to try to sell a game, which is what a lot of video game um adaptations do. Is mm-hmm. is they basically just hop on the tail end of all the movie promotions to to make a quick buck. But this game actually, you know, told an essential part of this, the Riddick story.
0: All right, you gotcha. So you heard it here first, folks. Chronicle Riddick, it's fine.
2: Worst Star Breeze game.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're all over the place on this one. I, I, Trevor really likes it. I think me and Dante, like, see, you know, the flaws, and then I think I'm a little, I don't know, I think we're kind of, like, we like different things about it, and then Greg's like, "No, nah, this game sucks." So it's all good. We're, okay. we're all over the place with before, this game. Before, we, can, like before
1: we conclude, I gotta ask Greg: Have you played Payday
2: Two? Uh, oh. okay, no, I have not. I'll get, I'll say that much. So I, maybe, maybe I have to play that before I can.
1: So, so Riddick, yeah. To you, statement. Riddick is the worst Starbreeze game that we've played, and not necessarily the worst Starbreeze game.
2: No, just the worst that we've played, yeah.
0: Trevor's like, I'll take that. You need to, you need to, plug, in that, you need to plug in that payday too, dog. So <laughs> you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, right? This, this, walking, <laughs> dead,
1: this walking Dead game that they're working on. I don't know.
0: Could <laughs> 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 have a hot mess <laughs> on our hands.
2: <laughs> Rick's not in it.
0: <laughs> Alright, well, uh, do you have a question, Dante?
3: Yeah, so I decided to flip the question from last week of um, instead of what was the movie you'd want to be turned into a game, what is the game you'd want to be turned into a movie?
2: Um. Hmm. The one thing that came to mind was already a movie or already got made into a movie, but
1: um, hmm. I've got one but they've already made it into a movie
2: and they did a horrible job, which is Assassin's Creed. I don't... I was going to say Max Payne. I, that was the one I had high hopes for and then it just ended up being horrible. But I, I would uh, I'd be cool with... And I guess this is kind of like a cop-out, I guess. But I was going to say having an Alan Wake movie would have been cool, but I guess it's going to be a TV series now. So.
3: And it kind of already was half a movie. Yeah. <laughs> what you got, Dante? What'd you think? Um, man, it's a good question. So, I'm looking at my game shelf right now, and I do think, hmm, just off the top of my head, God of War would make a pretty good movie. Um, I think Dead Space would make for an interesting movie. And, what's a game? Shadow of the Colossus. That'd be pretty interesting, albeit I don't think that would make a perfect movie.
0: I, like when I think of this question, I I like think of games that are stylish, and I would just want them to be like stylish movies in a sense. So you're gonna say Hotline Miami? No, that that's not one. I, I was thinking. I mean, that could be a cool movie, but I was thinking like something along the lines of like, um. I mean, granted, it's an animation, but, like, Catherine could have been cool, like, as a movie. Like, a full-on anime. You know, I guess technically it was. Right? Wait, what? Catherine, okay. Like, that could be, like, a cool, uh, movie. That'd be a good one for live action, I I think. uh, Phoenix Wright, even though it's a manga, I think that could be a cool... I guess it would have to be a TV show, huh? Um...
3: You could, you Just could, so you know, there is a Phoenix Wright movie and an anime. I knew there was an anime,
0: but I didn't know there was a TV or a movie. There
3: is a live action. Um, I don't think it was ever brought over, but...
0: And then, like, one that I've always wanted, um, obviously, uh, I mean, was a huge, huge Halo fan. But uh, Halo, I was always super hyped. Uh, they did, like... Uh, they animated, uh, I think, something of the Dawn or New Hope, or I don't remember what it was, but um, they did that. Until Dawn? No. <laughs> and then they, uh, I've read the books, like, I was super into Halo, so I read the books, so, like, an origin Halo story, like, about the training that the, the kids went underwent before they became Spartans would have been really cool. And I was always hopeful that uh, they would put out a halo movie but they never did and i think it's too grand a universe but i i think that a mass effect movie would be cool or series trilogy or something but i think there's just too much that they would have to skip over and for that being it to like be star trek like, i was going to say it would be well that would be cool but i would just say like it it could be like harry potter where like people are like yeah the movies are fine but the books are better cuz you know the books have all this other stuff And, like, I just don't know what you would, like, put in a mainline Mass Effect movie, like, what you would deem is like, well, we won't even mention this stuff because that would, that's not pertinent to the canon story. Because there's just so much stuff that you just get unloaded on you when you play Mass Effect that I can't imagine it not being mentioned in the movie at all. Or people's only, you know, like knowledge of Mass Effect universes through the movie and not through the games so um let's wrap this up man we 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 talk way longer for this game than uh it deserves what
1: happens when you talk about good games
0: (laughs) (laughs) they run long um Greg we got any questions
2: (laughs) no no emails uh this week but uh you guys, know the deal. You can hit us up at uh, misscheckpoints at gmail.com with any uh, questions or if you just want to discuss what game, you know, the game we're playing for this month. So, yeah, just hit us up there.
0: All right. Um, where can people find you at, Greg?
2: Um, you can find me on Twitter at Boombox Hero, on Facebook uh, at Boombox Hero, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash xdrdmagnegrox.
0: Alright, um, what about you, Dante?
3: People can find me streaming at twitch.tv slash AwakenCloud. Right now I'm playing through Spider-Man and also Kingdom Hearts 2.
0: Alright, and what about you, Trevor? Where can you can find,
1: find you? me on Twitter at Lyric um, PlayStation Network, Lyric Xbox Live, Lyric on Song. Same thing for Twitch, Mixer.
0: You got? You got anything
1: you you streaming? Um, I've streamed the first episode of the Walking Dead final season. Um, I don't know if there's anything else i, I want, really want to stream.
0: Okay, not not Dark Athena.
1: I don't know if I can because it's on three hundred and sixty, and the only streaming I do is through um I do Twitch on PlayStation Network, and then I use Mixer on Xbox Live. Um.
0: It's not backwards no, compatible? I've,
1: I've been playing on my
0: 360. Oh. Okay. Um, and you can find me on PSN, occasionally playing Overwatch. Uh, PSN is La Ensalada de Papa, no spaces. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me this this time. I'm going to try to... I've been playing a little bit more Overwatch this weekend, trying not to play as much Cook, Serve, Delicious. Hopefully, I'll continue that on for the next two weeks. Um, So, we have a slight, slight change of plans. Um, We are still going to be playing the games that we said previously. Um, So, those games are for the month of October will be the second-place fan choice game, and that will be The Evil Within, Uh, Detroit Become Human, Trevor's game in November, Dead Cells Dante's game in December, Doom, uh, to the, the 2016 version, that's Greg's game in January, and then Psychonauts, my game in February, but we are going to give The Evil Within a month to itself, I guess you could say, or almost to itself, so we're going to, our next episode is going to be a bonus episode, and we don't even know what game it's going to be right now. So, uh, ideally, what we're going to do is it's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode, uh, probably only going to feature two of us, maybe three, but not the full squad, and it will be like a maybe under five-hour game or something like that, and they'll try to cover that in a, in a shorter span of time. Like I said, it's going to be less people, so hopefully that, that we can keep it to an hour, hour and a half at most. Um, so we are going to figure out what game we're going to play after this show, and maybe we can post an announcement or something like that, but stay tuned for that, and hopefully...
3: We should also get the new banner up. Yeah,
0: and hopefully, if you guys like that, or I don't know if we'll get any feedback, but maybe we'll start doing some bonus episodes, uh, every now and then. I think for this time, we're kind of using it for long story short we I wanted uh, the evil within second episode to be released closer to Halloween so we needed to add a extra gap week in there and I figured like why not instead of taking a week off we just do a shorter game something that we wouldn't otherwise cover. So I think that's what we're going to do. so be on the lookout uh, on our Twitter or not Twitter on our Facebook page to see what the game is. Um, And do we have anything else? Any other announcements? Okay. Well, with that, we are Miss Checkpoints, and we're out. Peace.